He's praying for Sean Payton so bad. <laughs> so bad. His, his team becomes so much better like <laughs> overnight, though. Uh, oh, we're there. All right. Welcome, everybody. Hello, everybody. It is championship weekend. Absolutely. And um, For some people... <laughs> yeah. You, you want to go ahead and start off with your Homer minute, sir? Yeah. Get let's this get, over with? Let's get this over with. All right. Get it done. All right. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Let me help you uh, grease the wheels. You want to pay for your. Uh, your oh, yeah. Thanks. Bet I, real quick. Actually, that, that'll, that helps a lot. Yeah. You're a good friend. All right. So <laughs> the, the bet here was um, I took Kelsey last week. I took Goddard. He Someone, took Goddard. How, did, how, did, how did nobody stop me from doing that? He's an eagle. Right? E- eagle. And and you bet him against Kelsey. I was very surprised. Like I just, but I'd have bet on like I should have bet. I it wouldn't have been any better, but I would have much rather bet on Kittle against <laughs> against my Cowboys than bet on Goddard. That was <laughs> how I, get, I, I was really drunk last. Well, week. you you were paying for a lot of the uh, the long term bets last week, so they're all right. paid off now. Yeah, <laughs> they are all paid off now. So you know you, you can have a little bit clearer head tonight. So just the one right now. We'll there take you care go. Of this one. All right. And then when we, then we will let him uh, speak about his Cowboys and their demise this weekend. <clears throat> so, I almost had that block kick call right. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was just the wrong team. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like um, if I had been more vague in that call, I probably could have made a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, um... I think we figured out that there are two games that you're going to get from Dak Prescott. It's damn Dak or dumb Dak. <laughs> and that's it. Like yeah. he, he's just he I don't I don't understand it. I I've never <sighs> I've been watching him for 7 years now. And I've never seen another Cowboys quarterback who played, you know, this long that had so much of an effect on the game, like whether we won or lost. Because like Romo would get killed all the time for for like making his one mistake of the game happen right. to be like when they needed him to not make a mistake. It's like, well, if you'd stopped him one of the ten times, just hold the snap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. No, but like, you know, when he was losing games where it was like 43 to 30, 36 and stuff like that, it was like, oh my God, Romo lost the game. No, he didn't. He put the, 36 points on yeah, the Yeah, there were yeah. A, he played with a lot of bad defenses. He never had a defense anywhere close to the one that Dak has had the last two years. And it's got like, I feel bad for the defense because they go out there and they ball out and they deserve to they 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 deserve to win that game. Like, Do you think the the Denver and Dallas defenses are going to go hang out in the offseason and just like commiserate about how bad their offenses were? <laughs> Trade your quarterbacks. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Hey, yeah, hey, we'll flip you for quarterbacks or something, you know. <laughs> But, Let's go on a quarterback shooting spree. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when Dak took over in mm-hmm. in 2016, it was, you know, this is, he's supposed to be the future, right? Yep. He's supposed to take over. They, the reason he took over for Tony Romo, who was still very capable, like, you know, and who knows, maybe Tony Romo continues to play and he gets hurt in that very playoff, you know, in, 20, right. in 2016. 
that could have happened or you know he could have got hurt again at the beginning of 2017 who knows we don't really know we can speculate <clears throat> but what i know for sure is that at the time that tony romo was a much better quarterback and much more capable of winning a championship than dak has proven to be as of yet right at that point um yeah so we'll keep waiting for that leap and so it's so i'm frustrated you know mm-hmm. like it's been a, it's been a lot of years now of the cowboys having really decent rosters and if we could just stop making those bonehead plays you know and have some consistency on Thanks, on sir. offense now which is crazy sounds crazy like maybe we could get somewhere so yeah anyway um i'm curious to see what they're going to do I, I honestly don't even know. I'll, I know I was super excited when Dan Quinn said he was coming back. That's that's what um, was I was probably the most worried about is was Dan Quinn just leaving mm-hmm. and then the defense kind of like taking a couple of steps, steps back, back, you yeah. know. So now I don't feel like that's going to happen. And um, then what about Pollard? What's the uh, Pollard situation like? So <laughs> Tony Pollard is going to be fine come next season, you know. Um, well, no, I it'll mean, be curious to see if the injury causes his market value to drop because he's a free I, agent. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I wouldn't think so. I would I would imagine he's still going to get a bag from somebody. Um, so I don't think he'll be back in Dallas next year. But him being injured in, <laughs> in the last game of the year was probably the best chance they have of him returning. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, because of the injury, maybe they get him cheap. Like a one-year deal or something yeah. like that, because I can't imagine they'll, you know, I don't, and I'm not sure what they're going to do with Zeke's contract either, because he's somebody who now they can cut, you know, like post June first, uh, and spread the the cap hit out, and it's not as bad. Um, so we'll we'll hmm. see what happens there. Yeah, a lot of off-season uh, choices to make there. So yeah. All right, so all three of us have lost our teams for this year, but um, I, I dare say that the best four teams in the NFL this year have made it to the championship round. And I, wouldn't I really you know it, so. we picked all four of these teams to be here at the beginning of the playoffs. How about that? Yep, yep. <clears throat> and let's see. I mean, two of them are one seeds, so let's you know, it's not like two to our own horns there. Like you, I mean... And I felt bad. Picking <laughs> oh wait a minute, that was just you, that was no, just you guys. And, and at the time that I did, I was like, man, I don't usually take the two number ones. I don't want to do this, but they just seemed like the class. Now this week with Mahomes' injury, I do I feel even, so, a little nervous. So about we're gonna, that let's now. just we're going to break into that first. We're going to talk about that game first, the the Bengals game. Um, we ready? You ready, Ray? Yeah, go for it. All right. right. You want to give us a line? We have a line. Oh, oh, we're we're doing the whole line thing. Okay, yeah. we don't have to, we don't have to. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I just thought you guys were going to run. Well, and, and the line is a very interesting thing on this one this week because if I'm right, it started out uh, Kansas City minus two and a half, uh-huh. two and a half point favorites. And then as the, it should the be shifting. injury yeah. happened and everything, like all of a sudden me, it went, and so, it got all the way to Cincinnati minus two and a half. So to me, that's not, to me, that's not the injury. To me, that's just smart football heads watching what's well, actually going well, on. Well, but now, now so that like the, you, that Mahomes has had some video, like showing him not really walking with a limp and this and that, now all of a sudden it's swung back the other way, and now Kansas City is back favored by one again. I'll take Cincinnati. I mean, so. I'm already doing that, but like, um, yeah. So by one, so it's like it, it doesn't. Well, what is it now, Ray? So we're doing what, what game are we talking about? Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati. Uh, Kansas is Cincinnati. Cincinnati's plus one and a half. The over under forty eight. Betting on Cincinnati. 
Plus 100, betting on the Chiefs, minus 120. So since people have seen Mahomes walking around fairly normally, he's not on the injury report, people are feeling better, and now it's inching back up to that two-and-a-half favorite for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I think that based on what Cincinnati just did to Buffalo in Buffalo. And Kansas City earlier in the year. Wasn't that one in Kansas this, City too? Like they might dominate this game. Like it's, I don't. It's like, a definite possibility. I, I, I don't just kind of. This game to me, like, like at it, work this week, I've been taking every bet I can on, on the other game. Oh. On this game, I don't want to take any bets because I'm just God. Like I, my heart says Kansas City. You know what I mean? I want Kansas City to win. I'm going to be rooting for Kansas City. I'd love to see. You know, because Mahomes is is this legendary, well, soon to be legendary, but this generational quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it I wasn't I for that damn Burrow guy that he can't beat. And we'll see. Like these, these two guys are, are amazing. Because <laughs> if he loses to him again, that's four in a row. I agree. I including agree. Including two big thing. championship games. And, and uh, we saw how competitive Mahomes is. He definitely does not want that to happen, Burrow no matter how too. many ankles he has. Burrow so, is no, too. I, I, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, so my heart is all about Kansas City winning. That's who I'm rooting for. Um, if you I, made me bet my house on it, I think I'd probably go the Bengals. But I'm picking the Chiefs. I think, I think Burrow <laughs> ends up with more Super Bowls than Mahomes. Not on Bengals. I'd bet on that, but I, that's too long a. It's <laughs> too long a bet. I like it. He's like he's changed that franchise, man. No, I, I definitely agree with that. And you know, if he I'm, goes to the Super Bowl and wins it, I'll agree with you. I well, mean, take, you have to agree that he's changed the culture of that locker room and that like, team, don't you think? I think it's still too soon to take tell. Cincinnati, okay. Taking the Cincinnati franchise, to, I, when was the last time the Cincinnati franchise went to back-to-back championship games? Um, I believe that would be 2022 and 23. That would be the only time, right? <laughs> I was like, huh? I, oh, per- yeah. I, it might be the only time that's ever happened. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, if it's happened before, it was, it was like long time those ago. Ken Anderson <laughs> 70s teams, you know? You know, that's... That, I love that you know a bangle from the 70s. The head coach is... Uh, I wouldn't have been able to name one. <laughs> the head coach is Sean Mc, from Sean McVay's tree, right? I'm sorry. Uh, the Bengals Zach coach? Taylor? Uh, yeah. he's, 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 I don't, they the got hired the same year, I think. So he's uh, not He's not. No, I, I, thought he, I thought he did one year with McVay at least. Did he? I thought. Uh, I could be wrong. I, will, I, I honestly let's, let's don't Wikipedia know on that one. Z-A-C. Wikipedia is never wrong. Never. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see that story about that dude who was like slowly enlarging the state of Missouri? No. <laughs> On Wikipedia. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) The long con, literally. (laughs) Since when is Missouri the largest state in the union? (laughs) And then uh, he tweeted it out and people snitched on him and it got banned. Anyway. (laughs) Um... Who am I looking Wait, up again? So nobody was noticing it? No. And, and he's like, guys, are you, are you seeing this? Look what I'm doing. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then, then they snitched him out. Uh, maybe coaches from McVay's Zach, coaching tree Zach or something? Taylor. Just Zach search, Taylor? Yeah. Just okay. search, you think show, it'll come up? It'll show his whole okay. career. Yeah. That's him. Wikipedia. Early college career in Nebraska. Uh, his coaching career, right? There we are. Coaching Los Angeles Rams. What year? 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So he definitely spent a little time under McVay. Assistant wide receiver coach. Which is probably why he got a job, <laughs> honestly. And he's done something with it. Yeah. 
Good for him. He drafted Joe Burrow. Except that he's in my division. Bastard. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that, buddy. Nah, I know, I know. That guy's so good. <laughs> him, and, him and Burrow, like, teaming up uh, with, then, with, with like, Jamar Chase. Jamar, now, Chase, I'm is just 20, like, Jamar Chase is 22. Uh, yeah, well, and Burrow's, what, 23, 24? 20, 26, actually. Oh, is he? He's older. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, he, he, got, he was 23. He's almost over the hill. He was 23 when he was drafted, <laughs> and 24 before he took a snap. Okay. What is what is this shot for? Losing DraftKings or something? Uh, I'm just curious. Or is it just a that was just a get a started shot? Just a love shot. Yeah. Just a hey, I brought some uh, hornitos. So um, (laughs) I uh, I like the Bengals this weekend Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like they're just the more complete team. Um, The Chiefs just they're doing it with Mahomes and Kelsey. Well, I think both both. Uh, teams absolutely fall apart without their quarterback. So I don't. Well, like, sure. I'm just saying. But but if you like both teams, but are, are playing, you saying Cincinnati has more to work with? So around both teams. Them? Okay, agree. both teams playing without their quarterback. Who are you taking? Cincy. Yeah, because yeah, they they've got more more players. They've got they've got the Jamar Chase by that, a lot. That anybody can when you throw really to. start to look at yeah. it, it's by a lot because only Mahomes can run that offense over there. So it's like, of course, Chiefs, I say that, but then Henny so looks like really you, good. Like so Chief, who knows? The Chiefs might have a positional advantage at quarterback. They might. They definitely. And, do. And it, I don't know if they definitely uh, do. They, they, I don't think yeah. they definitely do. Like I, I feel like you're not watching the football games. You look say at the that. weapons. Look at the weapons, bro. What? We've we've had this discussion all year long. I said the Chiefs (laughs) might have a positional advantage at quarterback. And I'm saying they definitely have a positional advantage at quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt there. Yeah, I I think there's. Now, Burrow is is absolutely closing that gap. I think there's every year he's closed. The last two years, he's definitely closed that gap, but there's still a gap there. And and, and uh, obviously, how many passing yards gap? (laughs) Yeah. How many passing yards gap are we speaking? How, talking about? how big of a gap is? A <laughs> hundred yards? Yeah, 150 and, and I'm, yards? Not, I'm not even saying yards. I'm saying just game mm-hmm. management. You know, like who? But it equals yards. Who is the better? No, well, you mean like when they play each other? And, yeah. Well, yeah. not not <laughs> <laughs> when they play the game of football. Like we have 17 games that you know we get to look at right now. And I'm not trying to pile on, Brian. I just I wanted you to commit something. That's all. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, we already know you. Like we already know you're picking. The Chiefs and I'm picking the Bengals. So. I'm picking the Chiefs too. Yeah. Ooh, yes, all right. You guys are like, I, I told him on the way here. Well, I mean, I, our picks are right there. Yes, yeah, I yeah. love how this worked out actually because all of all of our teams that we picked at the beginning of the, the postseason are still involved, and it set up perfectly for me to be lone wolfing yep. both games in the championship round against you guys. And you will be. Yep. So it feels great. It feels great. Um, I picked <laughs> these two teams. In midseason, yeah. So um, the more I watch the Chiefs, though, the more I think that they are—they're only where they're at because of Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed. Well, yeah, and, and Andy Reed. But I mean, it's not just Andy Reed because if, if Mahomes was out or Kelsey was out, I think either one of those players—I think that they are missing either one of those guys. They're a wild card round team. They would have got bounced last week. Mahomes for sure, Kelsey probably. Uh, he had he would have nowhere to go with the ball. Yeah, because he's got no weapons but Kelsey right now. You're right. I'm and going. I'm going. Been Chiefs my points all year. Experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going. Chiefs and and, and, it, and it got him this far, but I I I think this is where the the road stops for for Kansas City. Okay. 
I don't. I just don't think they're good enough right now. That's funny. Yeah. No. I my my only hesitation about the Chiefs is the injury. You know what I mean? The high ankle sprain is yeah, a four to six week. That's, that's a four to six week injury. I, I wasn't even worried and about. He's the injury. got one I'm, week. I'm just I'm worried about what I see from the rest of the team. Like that the the Cincinnati You're taking away a, one like of the, his so, weapons and the, the Cincinnati team. Like they just went to Buffalo and won and like smashed the Bills. Absolutely. Did they smash? Smashed them? twenty. Yeah, they did. Like. 27 to 10, and it probably wasn't as close as the score. And it was in Buffalo, like in and, Buffalo. Yeah, and it didn't feel that yeah, close. Like yeah. their defense dominated that game. And that that was the real the real big thing for me because their defense has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Bills They're, just aren't as good as everyone thinks they are. Uh, they, they definitely faded. fell off. They faded. Uh, they had so. some they, they had key injuries. They lost Vaughn Miller. Yeah. They lost uh, Micah Hyde. Uh, Josh Allen's elbow. Remember, I said that at the beginning of the yep. of the postseason. Like they lost Von Miller and Micah Hyde, who's an All Pro safety. And I still would have picked the Bills if it hadn't been for the Josh Allen elbow injury. And I really do feel like that was. I was when, when I was watching that Bills game, it felt like the Bills weren't doing anything. He, the, regardless, he just, he, like Josh Allen targets. Was, Josh Allen ball, was playing yeah. at like dropping eighty five percent of what he's actually capable of when he's when he's healthy. Like he'll be back next year. He'll be fine, but. It was just unfortunate. They just had a. Yep. They just had an unlucky run at the end of the year. You know. They'll I be, think so too. They'll be fine. I mean, they're, I mean, they're a really good team. They, they looked like a super I, team at the beginning of the year. The first eight games of the year, they looked unstoppable. Yes, I was and very that, happy with that. My, didn't go away. That yeah. that that was injuries. That was yep. problems. And they just and got. They just, they just kept getting like. Um, it was a death by a thousand cuts. Yes. You know? it was. It yeah. was every week they were having guys go, and, down. and Cincinnati had the got those cuts early in the year and got all their got guys it back. over with, and, and now, now they're coming and back. So the strong. One, but their offensive line is a little beat up, yeah, more than so, a little. Yeah, we so should definitely that, talk about that. That's the one point where I think Kansas City actually has a chance right. is if Kansas City can get to Burrow. But it's like, but Burrow has been so good. And that's what I'm saying. So we talked about have, that last so they, week. They have to. Be that's able to, why I took the Bills' defense they, last yeah. week is because they had no O line, and it didn't so matter. So we we're gonna get some it, sacks it for didn't sure because he just beat it. He just he absolutely. Just kept, yeah, I he, was very impressed with Burrow as much good. as I don't want to be. Yeah, he's, he's really that good. But um, Mahomes is just, better, so yeah. that's where you got to go with your I don't money. Think he's better. <laughs> I just don't. Definitely better. I don't think right now. I don't like. I don't like him better. Like I'm. I, so I've been on this for a long time. Like Mahomes to me is is Brett Favre. You're watching the like Brett Favre, twenty years. Favre in the future. was never that good. He was different. Very. But yeah. but when Brett Favre came along, he did a lot of things that nobody had ever done before, and nobody could do because he had that cannon arm. Right. It, and it wasn't just the cannon arm; it was also the offense because they they were running that West Coast offense. That was Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid was his offensive coordinator. And he just he did a lot of the same things that Mahomes does, where it's just like flip the ball to somebody while he's getting spun to the ground, like that particular like that the willingness to make that play, like throw the ball while being tackled, right. just re- really 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 reminds me of Brett Favre. Okay, that aspect of the play, I, do, um, I can and see. And he's all and he and he gets away with a lot of stuff, and he just he has that gunslinger mentality. And I just think that eventually the rest of the league is going to catch up with him. Like his skills will diminish just a little bit and he won't, and he'll still be very, very good. Cause like, like Brett Favre at the beginning of his career, nuclear, like three MVPs in four years. I think, I think that was the number. Okay. He, I think he had three MVPs before he was 28. Like just like Mahomes, like when he came onto the scene, it was like, nothing we'd ever seen. He was going to blow away all the stuff that Dan Marino was doing at the time. 
he'd made all these other these other t- contemporary quarterbacks look like nothings. You know, he's thrown thirty eight touchdowns in a year when the pa- the leader was throwing like twenty five. Right. He, he just crushed numbers. And then what happened? Like he started he. He aged a little bit. Like but Brett Favre had some personal 28, problems. 29. He he ate and Mahomes, and Mahomes is, is twenty seven. He's, he's okay. I thought he's, he was twenty five. Twenty seven. Like this is his fifth straight AFC yeah. Championship game. He's not a baby anymore already. Like and so that's what I'm saying is like it's just around the corner. So and I'm not saying he's going to be terrible. It's just that we're gonna. I don't think we're going to be looking at him the same way that we look at Brady at the end of his career that we look at Rogers at the end of his career that we look at like breeze at the end of his career, whether they were just, they had become these surgeons that you just like, they're just not going to make a mistake. You just hope you get to them because they just, they just didn't make enough mistakes for you to beat them. And, and you think Mahomes Brett makes a lot Favre, of mistakes? Brett. Yes. Brett Favre. It's not that he, he, it's not that he even makes a lot of mistakes. He does a lot of things that could end up in mistakes and he gets away with it a lot of the time. Most vast majority of the time. And I think that's at some point that's going to catch up with him the way that it did with Brett Favre. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like, I think that here's what, here's my, my boldest prediction that I'll make about Patrick Mahomes at some point in his career in the next five years, he's going to lead the league in interceptions. Wow. That is a bold prediction. Yeah. I I'd definitely bet against that, but. I don't want to make a five-year bet. <laughs> it's just about like, I mean, yeah. he'll only be 32 at the end of that time. So he'll still have plenty of time ah. to play. It's just, it, and at the end of the, and it's, it's somewhere in that five years, Andy Reid's going to be gone. Right. No, somewhere yeah. in the next five years, Andy Reid will be gone. For sure. And and that is. And that's when, and that's when I think it will happen. Because but it will, because you'll be just. All ex- the best coaches out there will be dying to come play with Mahomes. <sighs> sure. Sure, I'm just will. saying. So, I mean, Reed, it, you know, you're you're going to take a, probably a step down from Reed, but I'm just saying it's not going to be, be a gigantic step. Like somebody really good at coaching know that. is going to might They might just say, "Hey, we have Patrick Mahomes. Let's just hire a defensive coach." <laughs> you never know what the organization. You, you never do. know. You, yeah, I mean, stupid stupid decisions do happen. You're right about that. They happen a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure who. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the Packers coaches after Mike Holmgren because there was a carousel for a while and they weren't good. Yeah. And they like, they kept putting, kept giving Brett Favre these bum coaches. And so like, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Mahomes, but what I do see is that I do see regression. Whereas like, but the way three years, two years, next year, just because of the way that he plays, like I would say, I, I don't. But know, I mean, how, I don't like. I think for the next two or three if, years, he's if, still okay, I'll tell you what. If somehow they win a Super Bowl this year, it's a, there's a good chance Andy Reid retires. Okay, even though he's already got plans for Bratz in Germany next year. That's, what? That's a quote. <laughs> Someone asked him about Germany, and he's all, "Can't wait to have a Brat." Oh, because. Uh... <coughs> they play the Germany game next year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't they play. They that. played. I didn't know they knew that already. Th- yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I think they already know that they play the Patriots in in Germany next year. Is that the only game that's been announced? Or no, they announced uh, they announced the all the teams and where they're playing. But it was weird because I think they announced an odd number of teams, but one of them was Jacksonville. So I think Jacksonville might have two. Um, overseas games next year they like those 
They love Jacksonville over there. Yeah, well, the, it's because they keep going over the there. Jaguars. Every year they go over there, you know? <laughs> uh, so we've talked about this game a lot. Obviously, I love Joe Burrow. I'm like, I'm not ready to say he's a he's a better quarterback in the league right now than Patrick Mahomes. But me personally, if I would if you know, if I was drafting a team, I would starting take, out. I would take Joe Burrow. I, I, you know, I can understand the reasoning. I, I definitely disagree, but, but uh, I don't think that's out there too far. I, I, dude, Burrow has proved himself to be majorly good. So here's check this out. I think um, that Andy Reid is exponentially more responsible for what Mahomes does than Zach Taylor for Joe Burrow, like. I think if you okay. remove Zach, like if you like, look, you. look look what Zach Taylor did in his first couple of years. He was lucky not to get fired before Joe Burrow came around. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think they started zero and ten plus in his first two years. Like we'd have to check that, but I'm pretty sure they're Bengals. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you're used to that. Yeah, you're not going to question that. You've seen it a lot. Um, Count on it. But I think you remove Joe Burrow from the Bengals, and like they're already on another coach. So like for sure. Let's say they have a good run. Zach Taylor moves on from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will be more successful than Zach Taylor. Like whereas I think if Andy Reid decided to like if he won the Super Bowl this year and then he decided to go I don't know like some project maybe he wants to go save the Bears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He wants to retire and draw mustaches on people. Uh, yeah, I, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Not, I, I like that commercial. I laugh every time I, I, I see too. it. It's, <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> that, that, he, he, he's got a career in acting. Yeah, it? it does make me giggle. Yeah. So, um, like, so my what I was gonna say is, he, I think that if Andy Reid wanted to like go and go to another organization, he could have another organization playing in a championship game from the dirt. In the next five years, probably sooner than that. I would bet on him to get back to a championship game before Mahomes. What's up, off grid? Welcome back. If, yeah, if they, I don't know about if that they were one. split. Yeah, that's out there a little bit. That's just that's what I see I, because they, because just because of the way like look at how uh, um the minor mistakes just just making a couple of mistakes costs you games. Look at what happened just last weekend to Dak for sure. Right, it was two like two mistakes that he maybe three mistakes that he made and and because of that it was a horrible game and it, it, it was because when you at that point you have to play like flawless football mm-hmm. like the where we're at in the league today like you can't turn the ball over anymore because like the way that all the rules are set up like the offenses are too good you cannot mm-hmm. turn the ball over and give your opponents short fields um and I just that's what I see happening in his future. I just I see more turnovers. And turn turnover and when you turn the ball over more, your team just has less success. Right. I'm looking forward to our bets next year. Whenever Andy Reid retires. <laughs> oh, okay. That'll be that'll be the, the explosive year because I'll be betting against Mahomes a all lot right. that year. Yeah, sounds good. Uh but yeah, so we're we're on we're all on uh, on record, right? You guys got the Chiefs. I got yep. the Bengals. <laughs> yes, sir. Now we can move um, on to our NFC. And I think guy. it's going to be under, by the way. It's 48 I think that points. One's under? I think it'll stay under. 
Yeah. And that's and it and it's one of those weird games. Like it seems like it should be over. You know what I mean? We've got these two amazing offenses. It definitely seems and feels like it should be over. Over, but Vegas is like. Mm, I felt a lot of those so games should have been. over. I thought that the Cowboys the Niners games should have been over. Cincinnati defense. Yeah. Yeah, it was just you, like wait. you felt like it was going to be. Yeah. The Cincinnati defense is really playing good football. Really, they've been playing really good football for like six weeks now. But Patrick Mahomes can throw with both hands. <laughs> All right. So next up, <laughs> Niners at the Eagles. Niners are at plus two and a half. The over-under is at 46. If you're betting on the Niners, the money line is plus 130. If you're betting on the Eagles, minus 150. What was the over-under? 46? 46. This is, the one, this is the one that will go over. This is your over game? Yeah. yeah. Because I think both offenses are, are actually too good to be stopped by the other defenses. Like that. So Shan- that you Shannon- don't think Brock Purdy is going to have some issues against this defense? Um, I don't. And the reason that I don't is because the 49ers offense <laughs> doesn't test you outside. Everything like the old, when they're throwing the ball outside, they're like bubble screens. They're not throwing Long outs, so they they're don't, not they don't, going towards the the, the, they don't the th- Eagles' strengths, is what you're saying exactly, in the cornerbacks. Exactly. So they're and the Eagles are very weak in the middle of the defense. And actually, what I um, um I checked the injury report and I didn't see. Uh, I think his name is Jamin Davis, the big rookie defensive tackle for the for the Eagles. But the Eagles are like a yard and a half per carry worse when he's not on the field. And I know he's been hurt. Um. Um, I, I just I remember hearing something this morning. Uh, I I don't remember the names, so I'm I'm not real great with some of the names, the de- especially defensive names that I don't recognize. But um, I know that they were saying that the three interior linemen um, that you know that they were worried about for were all for Philly were all, all healthy play. and play, playing. All, yeah, so they're all going to play. I think they're all playing. Yeah, he. I I just we'll see how much he actually he plays. That's what I would watch out for. Um, the first thing I'm going to watch for in this game is going to be on first and second down. The 49ers have the ball to see if he's on the field. Um, because if he's not on the field, the 49ers are going to be able to run the football. And when the 49ers are able to run the football, God help you. Because right, right. <laughs> it's just, they have so many weapons. But, but they and also brought has, in uh, Ndamukong Sue and uh, one other big guy. That, that. Well, they, uh, they, they improved their, their the, so the guy, the guy, the, the guy The guy on their defensive line that causes problems is Josh Sweat. That guy has been a monster, just an absolute monster. He was everywhere last Saturday night, and he had like an all-pro season. He was really good. Um, I don't really worry is about he a run stopper. Or? No, he's a pass rusher. Oh, oh, and that's um, what I'm saying is these two guys are are the run stoppers so yeah, that, they, but, that they brought and in, well, and they get their and defense got so much better. Thirty-five now. I, I just, but he can stop the run. He can clog up the middle, and that's, that's what they not, need. That's not. But the 49ers aren't a, like push you back running offense i've been surprised at how much they've run mccaffrey up the middle rather than uh giving it to him on the edges honestly that that has really shocked me because i thought that's where they run up the middle a lot but a lot of it is counter action so a lot of the time agreed he's running yeah yeah with with distractions and i I totally agree with that but they're still going up the middle with him Mm -hmm. where i just like getting mccaffrey on the outside just you know that's where it's at but you you know know what it is like you know what, what i've noticed is um and it was, I don't know if you listened to the footballers this week. They were talking, they're doing oh, yeah, their, their truth they episodes. They're talking about their running backs. And they, they did the splits from um, McCaffrey with and without Eli Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to that. And that was, that was pretty um, eye opening 
Uh, and well, I think there are a couple me, other factors involved not, there, so they're not to, straight facts. But yeah, no, to, I agree to with me it all. Per, to me personally, it wasn't at all surprising because when you watch on on the field, Mitchell is a faster running back. Like he is much faster than hmm. Christian McCaffrey, and so I think the reason that they are, they send him up the middle a lot is because they're not they don't want him to try and gain the edge, and that's they're. The Shanahan running schemes, the zone blocking schemes, they're they're not designed to get up, to get go to wide. Outside, yeah. They're yeah, they're designed to go up and cut. Like hey, this. uh, I know I'm cutting in here, but what you think of that last Cowboys play, man? We didn't touch <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I like out of nowhere. I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I think about it. As uh, you're pouring the salt, I love it. If that. Dak throws. <laughs> If Dak throws that ball to CeeDee Lamb instead of Cavante Turpin and the Cowboys start a wall, they actually might have had a chance. <laughs> because the way the 49ers defense was set up, they might have actually had a chance. But he throws it right up the middle of the field and to the lightest, like, tur- <laughs> like you could just, he got... He didn't even get hit that hard. It's just that's how small that guy is. 160 pounds. Right. Like, so, water cooler talk. Why would you give him the ball first? You want him to have the ball last, don't you? So, right. right? Here's here's some water cooler talk that we were, we were doing at work. And um, one of the thoughts was they were trying to create recreate that Randy Moss lateral play. Right? Where he catches it and then ha- tosses it back. To the person running next to him, old play Randy Moss in Vikings gets thrown the ball. I think I know what play you're talking about. Now, he throws it to Robert Smith, but it was like, hold it was, on, it's called a hook and ladder. So, what happened was the thought was Ezekiel Elliott wasn't supposed to get ran over that way. He was supposed to kind of like chip off and, run and be ready for that lateral, but he ended up just getting ran over. Yeah, they just yeah, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, plant him cuz you're not going to get to the quarterback. Right. It was just it was a heads up defensive play by the by uh, who was who was the defensive lineman that knocked him know. over. I don't know, but that was funny. Yeah. It was. <laughs> he was funny. like, "Nope." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the 49ers are a really smart football team. So, yeah. The, yeah Especially the, that D. Like They're the Cow- what they do. The, yeah, the Cowboys just kind of they just screwed themselves by turning the ball over too much. Oh, the internet had a field day with that too, man. So many like memes and memes that were created from. And I guess Dak broke up with his girlfriend. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I ever... saw that too. Oh. So uh, everyone's saying that his girlfriend dumped him. <laughs> that is. Funny. I read a report that the Cowboys dropped Dak, but I wasn't. I didn't look no, into the validity no, no. of it. Nah, you, no. Can't, you can't do that. Quarterbacks That's somebody are too valuable. Somebody a meme or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as ridiculous as it is, quarterbacks are too valuable. He's like, he's still a top, like, twelve quarterback. Top, yeah, somewhere yeah, around there. Right? He's still top fifteen. He's still top fifty percent of the he's league. Still top sixteen. You know? He's still top eighteen. Still top twenty. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably. I'd, camera back a I, bit. I'd rather have him than Stafford. Nah. Nope. Stafford's a uh, Super Bowl quarterback with McVeigh. He is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, there's some truth to that. <laughs> Without McVeigh, he's uh, 
he's pretty much what he did this last year. <laughs> he's he's, <laughs> he's a quarterback with the most comebacks in the fourth quarter uh, without McVay. So if they're the same age, I definitely take Stafford. That's because he was playing for the Lions and they were losing every week. That's true. That puts but, you in a certain kind of like. I definitely field. take Stafford there, like if they're the same age. But with this age gap, I, I might Stafford take Stafford and Dak. Yeah, isn't Stafford like thirty six? Stafford, uh, 34, 35, something like that. Something like that. He's getting up there, yeah. Going into the next season, I'd want Stafford over Dak. Yes, I'd want him next season. But yeah. maybe not the season after. <laughs> yeah, we, we could talk about that next season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I th- and I think Stafford has one more good year with that with that arm and everything. But I, I like, is he going to play again after next year? Is next year his swan song? I don't know. It, it might be. Well, we'll. We'll have to wait and see. They're going to make one more Super Bowl run. (laughs) You know, all the talk about Sean McVay retiring, and then he was just like, no, that's not true. Like, he just kind of squashed it all right away. Makes me feel like he knows he has to do a rebuild. Like, he's got to be, like, fully responsible for a a team from start to finish. Not like, I inherited this, and he's got to grow out of the inherited uh, picks and downside of losing all the picks and all that, this, that, and the other before he can really live with himself from walking away, you know? So mm-hmm. that's what I think. He's the head coach in LA, one of the biggest markets in the country. I mean, why, why would he leave? You know, you know what? And I, I often wonder, I wonder if some of his like, um, uh, broadcasting deals kind of went the kind of went away after that season so. you know what i mean so he was like ah yeah i better come back and have a really good season before yeah, taking maybe, a broadcast maybe. deal seems like i mean they might have still name, been there but i don't think they were probably the offering numbers. him as much yeah. yeah it's funny because all these people that get offered the big numbers to come you know do analysis and stuff like sean payton oh yeah he's got this big tv deal i'm like i never see sean payton on tv and when i do i'm like what this guy sucks you know he's what okay. I mean? Yeah, he's like, okay. He's, he's not a good analyst. <laughs> yeah, he's a great coach, obviously, yeah. but he's not a good analyst. Yeah, I saw him not, for the first time the other day. Not very on screen. At all. No. Like, no, like, he doesn't belong uh-uh. on screen. The best time he was <laughs> no, on he screen. Needs, like, he needs Kevin James to go on. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the best time I seen him on screen was when Kevin James was playing him. <laughs> there you go. Because it's, like, it's funny because, like, Kevin James brought, like, he, like, humanized him, you know? Mm. And, like. Made him this like almost likable character, and then you like, and then you watch him on TV. And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> you're not Kevin James at all. <laughs> I wonder if he really does have that high school trophy in his office. Probably does. <laughs> so what now? Should we move on to DraftKings or what? Uh, oh, well, actually, we we kind of were in the middle of the uh, San Francisco and Eagle okay. game here. We we made our picks obviously, but um, we we didn't get a chance to talk about the game much. Um, we started to we started to talk about the the running game for the 49ers. Um, I so I think that's going to be the most important thing in the game. Like I th- I is think is the Niner running game? Yes, because I th- I think that um the Eagles are going to be able to get enough done that they like I like I said I think it's going to hit the over, but I don't think anybody wins by more than like 4 points. So I think this is like a 27-23 20 you know 28 24 and maybe i'm crazy here but i think this is like 31 17 
Eagles. I think this oh, is... Oh, you're crazy. Oh, yeah. dude. The 49ers I, won't lose to anybody by 14 points. You're fucking crazy. I, oh, put it on the board. <laughs> you're crazy. Uh, this 49ers team cannot lose by 14 points. It's not possible. That's insane. I, all right. Well, you, you heard it here first. Like uh, I'm telling you, I, I really expect the Eagles to show that they are the class. Um, I expect yeah. I expect Brock Purdy. How many, to, no, no, like you just said, you you just said that. So how many points? Fourteen. How, like how many points are you willing to drink on? Well, how many points are you willing to is, on? The line is like two and a half. I know, man. but you're like, the one that said it. Are, are you, you going to give me odds? Like uh-huh. you're, you're two shots to my one. Oh, that sounds fun. I mean, we, we got to do that. If, if I'm giving how, how, like double digit points, I mean, if you're giving me double digit points, I'll, I'll go I'll, 10 points, two to one. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Put it on the board. <laughs> <laughs> that, that feels like stealing. Yeah, so um, the way both of these quarterbacks have played so far, um, I I don't expect either of them to make like terrible mistakes. But I would still ex- like if one I would of, expect one terrible mistake. It, I, I think it's going to come from Jalen Hurts, but I don't think it's going to be a terrible mistake. Those 49ers linebackers are just so good. So, so Can I put so one more good. bet on the board, though? Like, I, th- I feel like... What is it? I think Jalen Hurts will have more than 75 yards rushing. I'll take that. All right. <laughs> Not two to one. <laughs> nope, I'll, nope. That's an even bet. But I'll, but I'll take that one, too. I say he will have under 75 yards rushing. And if he has exactly 75 yards rushing, Ray has to take a shot. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's fine. I'll do that. <laughs> now I'm kind of rooting for 75. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Some bets. I love it. Yes. Always feels better when we have a couple of bets on the board for the week, you know? <clears throat> yeah, unless you're betting on Dallas Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why I love betting shots because it's just like our little way of calling bullshit on yeah. the other person. You know, I'm like bullshit. That's not going to happen. Yeah, you know, it's not going to happen. Let's put it on the board. You know what I mean? And I and I love that. I love to have that way of calling BS on somebody. So, uh, you know, and and having it called on me. You know, we, we need to be able to do that. Needs to happen more in life, honestly. Do so, we have something on the line for our picks? I almost feel like we should have something on the line think, for our picks. Uh, I I think that. I think that Joe Burrow is going to throw three touchdown passes. Ooh, okay. Um, honestly, dude, I I, I think, think all of those quarterbacks can do that. Under. I think that I really think the Bengals are going to light up the Chiefs. 
<laughs> you like, want, the way that you have that that feeling. You want to do the same bet? I the the way that you have that feeling uh-huh. about the the Eagles, like like you just feel really good about what they're doing. They're gonna win by ten. That's how I feel about the Bengals right now. I, just, I'll give I, you feel, two to I, one. I feel like they're just like machine like and like they're they're so confident against this team. You wanna put it on the board? Two to one by ten. I could get so drunk on this. <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably have to calm down on the bets after this, but let's put that one on the board. Let's do it. All right, I like that. I, yeah, I I'm, I am that confident in the Bengals. I am. I like that we're that confident against each other's teams right now, because someone's going to be stupid wrong. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the uh, person not driving next. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he did. He did. When he knew he, when he was a good guy, when he knew I was going to have to drink a lot, he drove. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. It, the really funny thing is, a, a lot of times we do this, and I, and I like that statement I just made. Uh, it, it could also be true in other scenarios, and then somehow wacky things happen, and we end up like splitting the difference, you know, on, yeah. on shots. So I'm all, I'm really curious now. Like we've got these these bets on the board to see what actually happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, were we were we putting the uh, burrow bet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll put burrow. Yeah, bet yeah. Too. What was the burrow three, bet? Three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Okay. And so this one, we'll, um, we're not going to be here next week. Is that right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because yeah. next week is the off week before the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So the vacation week. So the, these ones will have. That's a good thing you're putting all, putting all this stuff down. Oh, this is going to be a good weekend. This is going to be a fun weekend of football. You know what? This Sunday was my uh, youngest's birthday, so I couldn't have done anything anyway. Oh, this upcoming <laughs> that one? Sunday was like. Or the next sl- one. No, this one that just passed. Oh, okay. Because you had mentioned, hey, like, let's get together. And I was just like, there's something going on. Like, <laughs> there's some reason I can't. <laughs> I was like, what yeah, is Yeah, I got it? my daughter's birthday next weekend. Then we're going on vacation for a few days. So. Oh, okay. We got big plans. We're having fun. <sighs> Sounds like it. All right. So um, <laughs> back to this game that we never really talked about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need well, we did. Oh, yeah, you one. got it. We have, we have been talking about it. Yeah. Well, we getting uh, interrupted by bets or oh, damn or it, tangents or you know, <laughs> bets and tangents. I guess that is the podcast. But uh, um, let's see. Why do I really like Philly here? Um, I, I think uh, the Eagles have really just been putting it together when, when they when they're healthy and uh, Jalen Hurts is in there. Like there hasn't been a game where they looked bad this year, and they just look like the class right now. They um, had a really soft schedule. <laughs> they played the like. Or, they've been a very they were, boring productive. There team. were almost four teams <laughs> from the NFC East this year in the playoffs. But but the teams that they were supposed to beat, they put away at halftime. Almost. But every they almost time. they almost lost the over Colts. and over. They allowed the Texans to play with them. Wasn't all that the, when uh, the fourth when Hertz was was hurt? No. The the. No, they should. No, they should have lost the Colts, but the Colts missed a field goal. And then the, then the Eagles drove the ball. They were down six and drove the ball down all the way with in like the last two minutes. And they'd been like they'd been inept all day long. 
but you know, put it together for the, in that last drive. How the long Colts. ago was this? This was November. Okay. Like, like so, my my they had to me they had enough moments, and like and I like I'm not just I'm not just an Eagles hater. Like to me, they had enough moments where I was like, I just don't like I'm not I'm not ready to buy in to yeah. this team yet, and it really is about Jalen Hurts. Um, because he does like he does struggle at times, and the 49ers have the type of defense that can cause him to struggle. So one of the outcomes for to me in this game, like and I like I based on how dominant they were against the Giants and how confident he looked against the Giants, I really can't see him coming out and just like flopping. Right. But it wouldn't entirely surprise me if he was ineffective. Because he hasn't been pressured all year long. Okay, but to flip that around, like the last two games uh, for Brock Purdy, there's been one and a half of those games where he has not looked very good. He was great against Dallas the whole game, but he against it looked like he had a little bit of nerves at the beginning of the Seattle game. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the Seattle game, but since halftime right. of that Seattle game, he's been cooking. I wouldn't say cooking. I, you should because, and if you there's, I wouldn't agree with cooking. You, I, you well, just, have cooking. you seen his numbers? You like, have you seen his numbers compared to Jalen Hurts' numbers? You know cooking. Oh, I, I, Jalen Hurts tell? Only it's actually one. really good. But, what was so, last week? So just so what was last just week? Com- just comparing last week's numbers. Last week, I'm not sure about last week's numbers, but that's not even, that's not really that, fair yeah. because Jalen Hurts played at home against the Giants. A team well, they, they're playing at home again. They were playing, and then Purdy was playing against the Cowboys, who were a you know top two, top three defense in the league. Yeah, but they're like, still owned by Jerry Jones, huh? And <laughs> and, and they could only put, put up nineteen points too. That's be, yeah. Well, I'm, I know, I, I agree I, with that. But he didn't make any mistakes. He didn't turn the ball over. But that and that's the key thing. But in there a game, might be a time a game, versus the Eagles where it's on Purdy's shoulders, shoulders to win the game. And can he do that against that Philly defense? And that's what I'm betting. That's what I'm I, betting, betting against. That's where I think he falls mm. apart. At the beginning of the playoffs, I, I predicted that at some point, and see, to Purdy me, is going to start hitting that wall. I, and see, to and me, I feel I, like he's started to hit that wall. And now that against uh, against Philly, okay. it's it's really going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Obviously. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything I was, else? We I wanna... watched him last week, hoping he made he was going to make mistakes, and he wasn't. He was just. He was an absolute professional quarterback back there last week. Like the Cowboys, the one time that uh, he got unlucky and a play and a, a ball got deflected, Trayvon Diggs dropped it, and that was the only. Right. And he and he didn't. But that often, wasn't even his fault. That was the only opportunity he gave the Cowboys <clears throat> all day to take the ball. How how uh, long during that game um, was he down by seven or more? Never exactly, but I mean that doesn't. I don't think I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure. going to happen in the I'm Eagle game. Sure. And oh, I'm not can sure. he come back from that? I don't know. This is a guy that that he's very good at playing not to lose is what I feel like. And dude, that's what he needs to do. But we're getting to the point in the championship game in the Super Bowl where you have to do more than that. You have to be able to take the game on your shoulders. And I think Hertz has the experience and the ability to do that. And I think Purdy uh, doesn't quite. At the, he doesn't at this time. Um, he's just not there talent-wise. Now, 
that's not to knock Purdy and what he's done so far. He's been amazing for a rookie, especially as late as he was drafted. And like, he is a fantastic story, and I'm not putting anything against him. And dude, I hope the the dude does well in the NFL. But like, is he ready for the big time right now? I hope he has not a quite slump. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From a true Rams I mean, fan, <laughs> Purdy's never lost, bro. Yeah, yeah, never will, right? He's he's, he's the undefeated. best in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big cock Brock. <laughs> big cock Brock. <laughs> you know what's funny is they actually allowed those signs in, in the stadium. They they allowed. I, them. I was yeah. I was almost kind of they, like they people, make them, but people drew chickens, right? Yeah, so I, that, that was gonna yeah. be my next. <laughs> I almost feel like they make those signs in the stadium. Like, I, they yeah. might, yeah, because yeah. some of those seem like really dialed into the game. Yeah, itself. It's know? funny. <laughs> some, some people are really artistically talented. You know, R- related joke from earlier in the week. My manager during during our uh, pre pre shift meeting says uh, something about, um, yeah, yeah. Can you pass that cock sauce over here? Oh, and everyone man. just looks at him like, "What the frick are you talking about?" Was he about? talking about sriracha? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, don't say that at work, bro. <laughs> You're gonna go to HR. <laughs> hey, pass the cock sauce. <laughs> Where's the tequila? Uh, oh, lagging. I guess. Speaking of cock sauce. He, he, uh, he, he, that manager of yours really flirted with that line, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> How old is he? 40. Uh, Youngsters. Well, I was just saying, because if he was a you little know, bit uh, older, it could have probably even passed away or passed as like old lingo, old verbiage. Uh, you know what I mean? But, it, it's, it's a good environment. You know, he's, mm. he's pretty safe where, where we were, but, uh, Still, don't recommend it for everybody at work. <laughs> I do. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the chaos. Let me see it. Yeah. So, um, as far as the game goes, is there any anything else, uh, Eagles, San Francisco, we've missed here? Um, I think Devo has a good chance to be uh, a pretty decent part of the uh, the game plan here. Uh, um, let's just uh, let's let's talk about Devonte Smith for a minute. In- Okay. Cheers to that man, man. That guy, that guy is awesome. I wish he's, he was a cowboy. He's I, had a hell of a season. I tell you great. what, like, um, he's really proven himself to be something, especially the, the second half of the the season. The kind of numbers that he's been able to put up to compare with AJ Brown, like it, it's it was a it was a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two at the beginning of the year, and a good wide receiver two, but now it's a one A and one B, and they're both great. Like, oh man, I love hearing you talk like this because you were talking so much shit early in the season. Yes, yes, I was. Like, like he has changed my like his play. And you know who told him about Monte Smith? This guy. <laughs> and and he has. I tried so hard. Definitely, to Dynasty dude. I definitely so turned things around. I tried so hard. Yeah. I, yeah, should, I wasn't willing to offer a first, and I wish I had been. Because I, I like. Cause, I mean, he's worth at least a first in Dynasty. Hmm. Close. It depends on where that first is. If it's a top He's three first. 22. No, dude, I agree. But if it's a top three first, uh, maybe. Uh, not not a number, not a 101. I think he's going to. What, what's his name? Bijan? So, is, is that the one that's coming so out here's, this year? So here's the thing. Like, I think I'd rather have Bijan. Would but. you, okay, would you rather have him or AJ Brown? 
Devontae Smith or AJ Brown? Not Devontae Smith or AJ Brown. Like, would you rather have Bijan or AJ Brown? Oh, uh, how old is AJ? 25. Is he really? I, I'd take AJ. And see, that's why I say you should take Devontae Smith over Bijan because I think that rest of their careers, Devontae Smith is a more productive receiver than A.J. Brown. And you see that A.J. has been getting the the number one coverage. I mean, he's been, he dominated at the beginning of the year. Everybody shifted coverage towards him, and that's why Devontae was getting so open and having so much. Like, he is one of the Devontae best Smith number came on, twos in Devontae the league. Devontae Smith came on towards the end of the year. But they move their guys around a lot. So, in order to, like, in order that, like a lot of guys, a lot of number one guys will only play on one side of the field. Like like Hopkins doesn't move a whole bunch. DK Metcalf like never moves at all. Hmm. Okay. Um, they only play like they they play their side of the field. So locking them down is a lo- little easier. AJ Brown and Devonte Smith are all over the place. Like they they move them. They put they'll play them in the slot. They'll play Devonte Smith in the backfield. Mm-hmm. He's a he's just a very you know who he reminds me of hmm. Antonio, yeah. Because he get the way that he can go up and get the ball because he's only six foot, but he plays like a guy who's like six three. And that was the the thing about AB when he was in his prime was he was like he's five ten like five ten one ninety right. or something like that. But he played like he was six two two twenty five. Well, and nobody could run a route like him. No, and, and and that and that's the other part. Yeah, is that reminds me of 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 Antonio Brown is his route running. Like he just gets so much separation. He's just always open. It's crazy. So a guy that gets that open and wins 50, 50 balls and AJ Brown has had like injury issues. Like he was, he was banged up at the end of this year too. Um, he, this was his healthiest season so far. Um, so I, that's, that's where I'm at is like Devonte Smith has two full seasons. He's just, trending upward and like the things that he's been able to do while being a number two mm. behind AJ Brown. It just, well, like, th- there's something I think to be that, said about not getting the focus put on you. You know what I mean? The focus is on AJ Brown first and Smith second. Sure. You know I, I don't mean? disagree with that. And, and so, I mean that, that is a difference. And so I, I, I don't, when that's that. when, and if that's reversed and, and Smith is taking the number one focus, uh, but I think will he's that enough. change? I think, it, it, I think, I think he's going to, I'm just saying we don't have the proof yet I and know, you might I be agree. right. But from what I, from, but it's not proven yet. Whereas I, AJ is from, proven. From what I see, like he just like he ha, he shows all everything. He just shows everything that you want. He's like, yeah, I, he, he runs. I'm not all, talking he, he runs all the routes. Yeah, he can go up and get the ball. Like if if he gets a step on you, he's gone. You're not yeah. going to catch him. You're not catching him from behind. He's just he has it all. I'm, I'm a big fan. No, yeah. all right, and that's why the Eagles are going to win. So, <laughs> hey, if they do, it's because Devontae Smith scores twice. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Um, anything else we need to go over in this game before we move on? Or is it Jack King's time? I'm, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think if there's anything we're missing in this game, but I think we're good. I think we hit it all. Yeah. We, did, we didn't mention uh, Nick Bosa. That's that's unfair because he's having the defensive player of the year oh, season. So, yeah. and and he's a big part of why I think the 49ers are going to win. Is because I think the 49ers are going to be able to get to Jalen Hurts without without blitzing him. 
And that's why I think the 49ers linebackers are going to be the difference in the game because I think they're going to be the ones to take the ball away. If they can get to them in four consistently, that will they will that will be a problem. I, um, yeah, I think they will. Because if it takes five or more, then Jalen Hurts is going to be able to run, that's run where all the, over him. the Eagles' offensive line is weak is on the edges. All right. All right, I like it. I, I like that we have uh, some some big disparaging differences on these. That's, that's I do fun. too. This yeah. is great. This this worked out perfectly. Like it, I like really, it. it really yeah. really did. There was like the playoff starts out with fourteen teams, and here we are in championship team, and all of our picks are still alive, yep. and we're battling each other for the Super Bowl. It's just it's yeah. beautiful. Works out good. It's great. I love it. So, are we ready to do the DraftKings? I think so. Yeah. Should I lead off since sure. I'm leading the way? Oh, jeez. Honestly, uh, we he, can't he catch won, up at this point. He won two think. playoffs in a row. And he's, yeah, so he's, you're uh, up. Like I, even if you lose, you still won the DraftKings. Right, I am. Uh, I am the champ. Yeah. So uh, you guys need to take the drinks. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we still could, got the. We still got the season total there coming up. <laughs> I, I, season total, I can still beat you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're barely. You're, you're only ahead by point six or point five. That's the eight. average, right? This is the average. Oh, and sorry. You got total above it. What's the total? 2632, 2620. <laughs> You're ahead by 12. Well, all right. I got a lead, baby. 11.7. <laughs> yeah. I love this. is great. That's that. That's, yeah, we, we have been very close on everything, our bets, and yeah. it's, it's been fun. It's it has been a fun it, year. It's been a lot of fun. It's it, so not, not just that, like, because they've been close and that makes it fun, but also, like, we've, we've been good. Like they had, like it hasn't been just like yeah we're clowning around and you right. know, middling around in the in, in like the the retard pool or something like that. <laughs> it's an actual. Excuse good me if I offended yeah. somebody and, and got us like a, you got the five words you can. Yeah, <laughs> I, I must apologize to you. <laughs> that was a side joke from earlier, guys. Sorry. Um, no, but but uh, it's it has it has been a lot of fun because we've been doing well, you know, with picks and stuff like that, and mm. for it to be so competitive and like and it going back and forth every week, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great season. Absolutely, it's been a really yeah. great season. Really enjoyed it. So, the uh, final winning lineup for, <laughs> for DraftKings, uh, I'm gonna lead off with Joe Burrow at quarterback. Sixty eight hundred dollars, and I'm of course I'm gonna pair him with Jamar Chase. But uh, at running back, I'm gonna pay up, and I'm I'm gonna play Christian McCaffrey Ooh, for eight thousand. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. S- so you just spent all your cash. I'm now gonna, what? <laughs> I'm gonna save some money, and I'm gonna play Samaj P. Ryan at forty five hundred. Mm, okay. The backup. Okay. Got it. Uh, he's the pass catching back. No, they, no. They, I, they I, like I, I, he's the backup in Cincy, uh, but yeah, I mean, they love him. He's getting enough points to where and I, he looks I like better him. than mixing with the ball in his hand. Just saying. I was toying with him. Um. Uh, so a wide receiver, we got Jamar Chase at seventy six hundred dollars. At three thousand dollars, I'm gonna play Sky Moore. <laughs> okay, that's my dart throw for the weekend. That's definitely a dart throw. And um, for anybody who doesn't know, there is a Sky Moore package every week that Andy Reid deploys every single week. Uh, he's like my favorite player to trade for in Dynasty. Really? Because I I really think he's just gonna explode next year. I do. I really do. I think they're going to clear the way of all, like they signed all these guys to one-year contracts. And I think Andy Reid really likes Kadarius Toney. I do. Yeah. I agree with that. And Sky Moore. See, I just haven't seen some results from Sky Moore, man. So he was a cornerback in college. 
he's not a tradition like they told him they, they're like so hey when they brought him in he was a multi-year project they're like yes i see so, yes okay he so like the the thing about him is his measurables his like he was uh off the chart you know i, th- I think I, I think he runs a like a, a four three forty, something like that he's super fast super quick it was just going to take some time to teach him how to play the position but he's a natural ball handler. Like when you watch him with the ball in his hand, and I think that's why they wanted him. They probably convinced him to switch to offense because he's just he he very good with his hands, uh, and a lot of cornerbacks aren't. That's like the difference between that's like the reason they play corner and not wide receiver is because they can't <laughs> catch. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm spending a lot of time talking about this three thousand um, dollar purchase on DraftKings because I do feel so strongly like after watching the Chiefs um, play week in and week out that like one of these weeks he's going to just like be amazing he's going to hit it and he's going to score like they're going to he's going to score maybe that'll be next year though (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then my third wide receiver is the aforementioned Devontae Smith Mm, mm -hmm, at $6,800 makes sense Uh, tight end I've got my boy George Kittle at $5,200 like like, he's like my favorite player in football right now I got Josh Allen and George Kittle he is they should be on the same team they they are great football players (laughs) that that have amazing energy they're fun to watch they should be on the same team it would be great how fun would that be agreed agreed uh, and then in my flex at fifty seven hundred dollars, Debo Samuel, fifty seven. I thought it was fifty nine. Fifty seven hundred dollars okay. this week, and then uh, all the defenses are a punt this mm-hmm. week. So I'm gonna roll with the one that I think is playing really hot right now and has the best matchup, and that's the Bengals, twenty three hundred dollars. All right. <clears throat> um, I'll go ahead and go next. Who day? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I went with Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Burrow Hurts, I think that makes sense. Both bets on the board there. (laughs) It makes sense. Um, Synergy. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Running back, I am going to go for Ray's boy over here. Jared McKinnon. (laughs) Absolutely. That's Ray's man, dude. Like, he's, he's been riding McKinnon. He's probably on his, his team right now. Actually, he's not. But go ahead. What? No. <laughs> like, I would have bet on that. I would have bet on that. <laughs> he's not. All I right. Wish, I um, wish we'd gotten him to bet on that. The um, the other running back I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. I'm going to go a little contrarian here. Um, I, I think that the uh, the running game uh, might be deceptively uh, useful for, for the Bengals here. Um. A.J. Brown is my wide receiver of choice there, along with Debo Samuel and uh, punting a little bit with Kadarius Toney. Uh, Toney is only 3700 so he's 700 He's super cheap. Yeah, he's, super he's cheap. only 700 he more gets than the this guy more. Yeah. And I think he's, got a, he's definitely be- going to touch so the ball more. I, I believe he was second in targets behind Kelsey last week. Yes. Yes, he right? was. Yes. 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 So for thirty seven hundred, he just he seems like a steal there. Oh yeah, you'd much I'd much rather play Kadarius Tony than any of like I I played Sky more because I couldn't afford to get uh, yes. to Kadarius Tony, but I would much rather pl- play Kadarius Tony. Um, and I went with Travis Kelsey at uh, tight end because how could you? Who's not? that? <laughs> how could you not? And oh, then yeah, um, I tried <laughs> at flex. It just seems you know like you should go for another tight end here. It just seems like they've got value. 
Kittle. I went Goddard. You went Goddard. Goddard against Kurt. the fort against that against those 49ers linebackers. <laughs> yes, yeah. who are yeah. only tenth. They're 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 not top of the pack versus uh versus tight ends. They're middle of the pack. Yeah. So um and and Goddard's gonna get <laughs> seven to eight targets for sure. They did so a really good job at forty one hundred. They did a really seven good to eight job targets? on Dalton Schultz last week. Well, that's the difference between Schultz and Goddard. I mean, no offense, but Dalton Schultz paid more. Okay, <laughs> just, that shocks me I'm because just... Goddard is a way more useful tight end. Dalton Schultz had a better year, only because Goddard was gone for what four games, six games? No, no, he's like six or eight games. Like he was no six games. Dalton Schultz missed his quarterback for five games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> That's not so, the same so, as being out for six games. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it is. His, quarter, his backup oh, quarterback geez. was Cooper Rush. The only guy he could throw to during that time was yeah. CeeDee Lamb. Five and one Cooper Rush? Yeah, not throwing the ball. <laughs> that, yeah, and I swear to God, I, I think the Cowboys might have won with Cooper Rush if he'd started. It, and, and it's hard for most people, I think, to understand that, but it's not that Cooper Rush is a better quarterback no, than that. It's not. It's that the game plan is completely different, and I think that that run first, rely on your defense game plan. If they had really gone with that, as that's how Dak they were built. The quarterback, this year. I, I think it might have. Yeah, had a like outcome. this wasn't yeah. this like Dak. This wasn't like the Cowboys from two years ago, where they're just flinging the ball all over the place during C.D. Lamb's rookie year. You know, and Dak mm-hmm. was on pace for like seven thousand yards or whatever it was before he got hurt. It's a different. They're just they're a different team now, and like Dak needs to become a game manager again. Like he needs to dial it back and like play within himself and play within the offense. I completely agree, and um, yeah, that's definitely an interesting discussion for the Cowboys next year and how they're going to do that. Because let's continue I, I that think during the DraftKings lineup. They all know. All right, <laughs> and then my last player is uh, defense. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense here, and basically, I'm just saving money, and I'm I yeah. was choosing between the Chiefs and uh, the Bengals there. Um, they're both wrong. very close, and I'm gonna, just going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs here. I'm so there you go, dude. I like, I like it's right now. It is so hard for me not to just pick the Bengals to win, like flat out win the Super Bowl, because like I want to. Yeah, there's They're, a lot of people riding that Bengals. Like, can, can you it's, uh, it's see what the Vegas line is on it's that? Joe, it's on Joe what? Burrow, dude. On um, each team, uh, odds to win, odds to win the Super Bowl. Like, what are they? You know, plus forty five or I imagine the Bengals are probably fourth. <laughs> it's hard. To, I was like, no. And then I'm looking at the teams. And go, well, maybe. Like, dang. God, we have four really good teams going against each other this weekend. I'm really excited. Like, this is. I, cool. I wish that it had played out. Like, to me, to me, it should be Bills Bengals this weekend. Like, to me, like the Bills kind of got screwed, and they should have played the Jaguars. And the Chiefs-Bengals game should have happened last weekend. And the Bengals should have sent the Chiefs home. Because I think the Bills are a better team than the Chiefs. I do. Hmm. Okay, odds to win the Super Bowl. 
Philadelphia Eagles plus 230, Kansas City Chiefs plus 240, Bengals plus 290, and Frisco was plus 340. So Frisco, Frisco is last. Is, yeah. And and by a good margin. Yeah. Interesting. It's got to be quarterback. Vegas agrees with it's me. It's got to well, be course, quarterback. It's, it's all yeah. about Brock Purdy. That's, that's the you know, only reason I'm picking against the Niners. So, but you, do you not – do you uh, – am I the only one in this room – Who's old? That watches enough, the games. No. That's old. That's old <laughs> enough to remember when the Tom Brady led Buccaneers were a fourteen point underdog to the St. Louis Rams, led by Kurt Warner in the Super Bowl. And the argument against the that's when they recorded the defense. And right? the argument, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is before then. They didn't have enough money yet. <laughs> that's, 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 that's one of the very first like are the Patriots cheaters type. No, and that happened after and that was like several years after they had won all their Super Bowls this that was like the deflate gate was from like 2008 yeah but this was before deflate gate huh this was is like it 10 that years. long ago yeah, yeah. wow Sounds I'm, I'm right. sorry no 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 feels not, like not, yesterday no, no. spy gate Excuse me, oh, Spygate. Spygate. Oh, okay. Spygate was and like. Deflate Gate was like seven or eight years ago, right? No, it was more than 10. It was. A God, t- I'm old. It was the 20. Anybody else? 2011. No, I need a beer. It was, the, it was the 2011 championship game. Or no, wait, no. It was I drink too much of that. I won't be productive. Whichever one, they played against, which, <laughs> yeah. whichever one they played against the Colts. No. Give me something uh, I can doctor. When, remember when Andrew Luck was young? Works, yeah. And they made a championship game? Sorry, go ahead. You, remember, you remember early on in Andrew Luck's career, they, and they made a, a playoff run, and they made a championship game. Okay, that was the that was the team that the Patriots beat that complained about the the deflated balls. So, which I, I think it was like I want to say it was twenty fourteen, maybe. Okay, twenty fourteen sounds right because they, yeah, because twenty, yeah, that's right because they won the Super Bowl. And then it, it, the whole thing went on for a year. And then in 2016, Tom Brady got suspended for the first four games. And then he went on to win the Super Bowl. And then they won the Super yeah. Bowl. And Tom Brady that year was like 36 touchdowns and two interceptions. Like he fucking annihilated the league that year. Yeah, he was on a mission. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, so we, we've talked about all the games and stuff. We're, we're, well, we need raise lineups. We need, so. we need raise lineups. Right? Okay, so... Starting off at quarterback, I have Jalen Hurts, okay, seventy two hundred, and then I went ahead and just you know what went with a, I think the go to player of the Frisco is going to be McCaffrey, so I went with McCaffrey, um, Mixon for the Cincinnati, and then Boyd saving some money for uh, a utilized tool thirty eight hundred, um, Brown for the Eagles, Samuel for Frisco again, Goddard for the tight end, Ooh. and my flex is going to be Gainwell. And then I went ahead and went with the Eagles because I could see the Frisco oh, wow. just collapsing and not performing. You could, you could see this being the I mean, game uh, where the Purdy, Purdy turns into a pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> I could see this being. So nine. it's so it's so interesting to me the the track that he's on, right? Because so Tom Brady <clears throat> is still playing at forty five years old. He's gonna and he'll play again next year at forty six. Uh, yeah, it sounds like he's playing. And the again. way that. Might his, as well. The he way that away. his career. <laughs> uh, Damn. That's out there. That joke's out there. The way that his career is written, it's seemingly impossible to have a better career. Right? And I think that's part of it. He I think dra- it's like he's trying to set the bar so high. So high, right? Yeah. So And so he was drafted in the sixth round. 
right? 199th overall. Wins a Super Bowl in his second year, mm-hmm. right? And then goes on to do all the things that he's done, okay? Man, that is so hard to top, right? But Brock Purdy gets Brock it. Purdy. Uh, oh, no, hold on. Let me finish. Hold on. And in his first Super Bowl run, uh, he had to go on the road and take down the Steelers in the AFC Championship game in Pittsburgh. They weren't supposed to win that game. And actually, I think Brady got knocked out of that game. I, I believe Bledsoe finished that game. And then they, because there was a controversy, who was going to start the Super Bowl? And like, I'm Very pretty sure, that, yeah. I'm pretty sure Bledsoe won the game, but they announced Brady was going to start the Super Bowl. So, um, Brock Purdy gets drafted as the l- absolute last draft pick, uh, like absolute what a great last story, pick, yeah. right? You cannot, no, can't great. get drafted any farther. Yep. And in his rookie year, gets to take over this team. That, and it's like, obviously, Tom Brady, when he took over that team, it was a championship-level team, obviously, right? Because right. we know that it wasn't Tom Brady that did it. He just didn't undo it. Right. Right? He was a game manager. Yes. And to me, that's what is going... Like, it's more exciting because the offense that Kyle Shanahan has around Brock Purdy just produces a bunch of points with him just being efficient. Mm-hmm. But it really does remind me of that. Like, it really does, the way that he's playing. Because he is just, it, like, I've not seen it. I've not, I've watched football for a long time, dude, and I have not seen a quarterback come along and play like this. Brady, like, Roethlisberger. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I agree. The list like, is short. It, it yeah. is a short list. And, he, like, and you I'm nailed not it, trying by the way. to take like, and, Thank and, you. And, and Brady, and honestly, and Brady's wasn't nearly as impressive. Roethlisberger's right. was. Roethlisberger started like 15-1 and one or yes. something like yeah, that. I remember. Yeah. It was crazy. He was so good right away. And like, got to the championship game. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And and he did it as a game manager. Mm-hmm. He re- he really did. Like as somebody, somebody who watched every he, single game, yeah. like it was it was him not making mistakes, letting the defense win the game impressive. for him, getting first downs, yeah. and, and and not yeah not being able to be tackled. That was, that was huge that, too. That, yeah, yes. <laughs> he, yes, like his he like his arm. So he did do it a little differently in that he did have that he physical showed, asset. He, he that showed Purdy you that he have. had the the tools, mm-hmm. and then he also just like just played beyond his years yeah. way beyond his years and that's like and so brock purdy is not ben roethlisberger physically obviously right but he's pretty close to tom brady he's not far physically, off with tom yeah. brady yeah you know like he doesn't he, he doesn't like there's nothing about tom brady physically that's ever wowed anybody for sure but he's been able to do it and that's and the thing is the so the thing that i keep thinking of when i think about like does Brock Purdy have the tools? Can't like, can he do it? Is it, is he a real NFL quarterback? I keep thinking of that play from the wild card game where he scrambles and like he scrambles left almost at the sideline turns around, gets almost all the way to the right sideline somehow. And then fires a bullet like 30 yards, you know, to the back of the end zone. And it should have been a touchdown. It should have been, like that play should be yes. one of Brock Purdy's highlights, and, but, and and honestly, last week or the week before, 
he had he had a similar play that was a, a highlight play. I don't think it was for a touchdown, but very similar where he's rolling out and just instead of you know running out or, or throwing the ball away, or, he's always looking downfield. Mm-hmm. And I have been very impressed with him. What do you guys pick to buy you, right? Hmm? What do you guys pick to buy you to play on DraftKings? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think we both. I think we all played Debo. We might have all mm-hmm. played Debo. Yeah, we all three did. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't think Ayuk is going to have much of a week this week. He, you know what I like about him now hmm. is that like he's he's a pro. Uh, when his number's called, he makes plays. But he's their outside player, right? He, um, him and Debo are so interchangeable to me. Like he does, they wow. don't they don't ask him like as far as the routes that he runs. Okay, because when Debo's not around, he gets the ball a lot more in those in, in the screen game. Um. I think he's a better route runner than Debo. I think he, and he's he's more of a threat okay. downfield than Debo is, and that makes sense because Debo is just more of a physical freak talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But but I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. I, he's I think he's a really really solid yeah. football. player. I, I don't like him this week because I think those cornerbacks are so amazing. I think George Kittle's him, the play this week. Um, yeah. George, like Debo, I can see that. Debo is going to get his touches. McCaffrey is going to get his touches. I think Kittle's going to do the damage unless the the Philly defense is being is getting to Purdy, in which case Kittle's going to have to stay back. But and you block. say that, but even so, you say that, and like if they're getting to Purdy, Kittle's going to lead the lead, lead the team in targets. Because that's who he goes to when he gets in trouble. Okay, and, and I'm just saying, like over the year, I'm maybe not with. Uh, I guess I haven't paid it's attention. Really, to it's really, really been, end, but so it, it feels really like Kittle's disappeared in games, and that's with the games uh, that he needed to block. It's really been over the last month. Over the last month, him and Purdy have like turned into fucking Brady and Gronk. <laughs> They're just, they are destroying people. It's it's it, like seriously, they are. Hmm. Um, he has. I think he uh, Kittle has. How was Kittle's week last week? I want to say it was like six catches for 90 yards. Okay. So not a fantastic fantasy performance, but seriously great in, in real game scenario. Like that's fantastic. So, okay. Um, yeah. Like I say, it it seems to me like the games that Kittle has disappeared this year and it, and he has definitely disappeared in quite a few games this year. It, it he seems hasn't like done it's that because lately because he's been blocking. And he, you're right; it hasn't late, been in the last he hasn't, four to six and, weeks. And so here, and here, but and here's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. The big to me is that Brock Purdy is able to um, uh, lengthen plays. He's able to to create more time than Garoppolo couldn't. And uh, he find he seems to find Kittle as an outlet. Now that's like a really in, in, good point there because because Birdie Purdy <laughs> is, is running out outside the pocket so often when Garoppolo was not, and so Kittle did have to stay yeah. in for and, Garoppolo. And, now he he's able to make that block and then just let it go and come outside and yes, get the, and leak off the of his block and that makes up, a lot up of the sense. field and he's been finding him a lot. Yeah, a lot. Okay, I like that. And, I like and, that analysis. And that's and that's where the Eagles are soft. All right. Wow. So fun stuff. <laughs> I think that kind of wraps up the football segment and we have a little bit of extra time. So I am curious on how far along you are on the Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> so right now, um, so I watched a bunch of stuff 
and then I felt really guilty because I was I watched like I I watched like a whole season without my girlfriend. On, <laughs> I, like I couldn't help it. Like I was like I was, Sopranos. Yeah, I was. I was. A, I was. You're like, out delivering and just like yeah, I gotta watch because I and, well and now it's so easy because I like I finally got smart because I've had a, multiple phones for a while and um because I, I was anyway um and I finally got smart and took one of the extra phones with me. And so now that thing is set up and, and it can watch, you know, something or whatever, and I never have to interrupt it. And so that, and that was the first week I did that. And so I had Sopranos on and I just went through a whole season <laughs> and like, and so it was, and I think we're caught up now. I think that her and I are finally at the point where like, I watched all the way to, okay. so like I, it's been like the last few times we've been watching it. I've been like, <laughs> oh my god so what season are you on four the big pussy season that we're, we're at the end of season two where big pussy dies okay. like uh, that, yeah that, that was such a big thing it's funny because like sopranos was really taking off at that point and it's funny because I, I got onto Sopranos a little bit later. And so I got into, I, I started watching it around when, when season three was coming out. And so mm, everybody was, us, was yeah. talking about the big pussy dying. And I was just like, wasn't that obvious? You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was an obvious thing. And it was like some big, huge surprise that everybody was talking about. Like, wasn't. I mean, yeah, when I watched the show, I was like, oh, that guy's dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I felt. And then I remember hearing all the hype about, oh, my God, they killed him. And then I watched it and was like, well, yeah, of course they killed Why him. Why wouldn't like, they kill <laughs> him? They had to kill yeah. him. I mean. So Sorry. have you have you got to the point where said he, The Last uh, of Us there? Yeah. Who uh, was that? Steven's watching The Last of oh, Us. Oh, Steven, yeah. Dude, it seems like I everybody's yet. watching that. I haven't yet. And so, and this, so... My pattern for stuff like this is like there's buzz now. It's like everywhere I go, people there's somebody mentioning the, the, the last, last of us. Yeah. You know, I'll let that go on for another year or so, <laughs> <laughs> and then if people are still doing it, okay, I'll yeah. check it out. I'll check it out. Like cause I like um, I was the same way with Stranger Things, and um, and I didn't latch on to Stranger Things. I didn't like, either. I didn't finish the last season. Like I I I watched the the first last season was really good. I watched the whole first season. And I was like, cool 80s music. Right. Um, next. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe that's just me because, like, um, I've lived the life of nerddom. So, like. It was nothing new. Yeah. People like- pl- people playing D&D on like on television was like one of the last things that I want to see. I've seen it in real life plenty of times, you know? So like, I, I like seeing it in the mainstream, but then No, I like, like the, it's that's cool. That yeah. it is I'm not going to not denying that. That's cool. It's just but but me on my side of it it's like I, I can appreciate its agree. coolness yes. and not need to watch it. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, and um I will say that we did the same thing. We watched the first season and we were like, ah, eh, cool. You know what I mean? And we never really got back into it. And then my kids this year were like, oh my God, all the other kids have watched this and we really want to watch it. And I was just like, all right, we got to watch it with you so we can fast forward past, you know, bad parts. But there weren't that many, but there was a yeah, few. It was, it's not that bad. There's, a, there, that there's bad, a few yeah. that you need to fast forward past, but not horrible. But, yeah, but like, watching it with the kids, like it was, it was like a different viewpoint. And I really loved watching it with my kids. And um, by the fourth season, you I was mean just because like, of how they interpret the game. 
just how they interpret everything. Okay. Just the, the game was um, much uh, in the first season. The D and D was much more prominent than it is in the last mm. few seasons. I knew they yeah. were going to do that. Yeah, it yeah. kind of fades out. It, it, it really does. So it's kind of in the background. It's, and, and in the last season, they bring it back a but little it's also, bit. But, but it's supposed to just like that was supposed to be like. You would think that the, the last, you would think and that, that's what I'm saying. The last season they bring it back some, and the last season is really good. So, and and the last season is almost I'll like prop, a like two I, part I season. Know. So the la- very last season is coming up next, and so it's been like this season was a prelude to the net to the last, and it's actually really good. I, I, I like I say, and maybe it's because I watched it with my kids and got a different perspective, but um, but you enjoy really, everything you watch with your kids. That, that's that's not far from wrong. Cliche things can turn me off to shows and stories, and when she like loses her powers, I'm like, okay, like that. The, now you you went into the realm of cliche, right? You know, Spider Man loses his power. Like everybody at some point loses their powers, and, and you then really just, wants like, and needs them back and gets them back. Yeah, yeah like you couldn't. Or you have to earn them back. Exactly. And so the fact that they like started dabbling in that cliche kind of really turned me off to the show. Yeah. But back to the Sopranos. Did you? Yes. Uh, thank you. Thanks, did yeah. you? Um, <laughs> it was a hard left turn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Almost, yeah, almost a U-turn. Did you? I can't. I don't remember what season happens, but Tony starts dating that Mercedes dealer. Oh, um, dude. Oh, my God. She's so hot. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And she's so crazy. Yeah. She's she was so uh, crazy. Yeah. Kill me. Just kill me. Yeah. She's super <laughs> crazy. But um I was like, yeah, it was so it was funny too because um I'm watching that I'm watching it with my girl, you know, and mm-hmm. he he meets her in the psych, uh, psychiatrist's office on like a <laughs> it's like a scheduling snafu or something like and I was red like, flag. And I said <laughs> And I, I think I said out loud, there's Tony's new Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> Has that storyline played out? Yes. Yes, okay, it did. Okay. It, was, it was sad. It was really sad how it ended. It <laughs> really sad. Uh, you know, well, I, I mean, so far, I think she's the only character that's died off screen, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because she, she killed herself. Yeah, yeah they, she killed herself. And yeah. it's just that you, they tell you about it. And, they, and Tony goes. And you know, I never considered it. it being a killed herself scenario. I never considered that. You're saying what you're implying is they hung her intentionally. Oh no, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm not okay. implying that. I'm not impl- no because Tony didn't know about it. Right. No, because right, that because yeah. what would ha- like I feel like if that actually was what happened in the show, then like like Tony would have found out about it and he would have killed whoever did it and mm. you know. But uh, no, no, that's not what I was saying at all. Like, um, I, I do think she actually she killed herself. But it's like you didn't see anything. It was just like she you didn't see her for a couple episodes, and he was like, he found out she was that she had killed herself. You know? Yeah. And, and the, so the, the, so the her, whole wife's thing perspective was like you almost had me feeling bad for one of these <laughs> one of your stupid horrors or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, she's right. That's that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was so awkward. When she like took uh, Mrs. Soprano for the ride, mm-hmm. oh, it's been so long. Like you're, you guys are talking about this, and I'm um, just like, man, I need to rewatch that series. So it's been too long. I, I apparently like uh, so I so when I watched this episode, I'm about to talk about right now. As I'm watching it, like I'm laughing my ass off and thinking to myself that, like, man, this might be their like jump the shark moment, like because this like this episode's gonna be really hard to top. <laughs> and it was uh, the episode where they um, they're supposed to, where they're just supposed to go collect money from a Russian guy, 
and <laughs> and then for whatever reason, Polly doesn't doesn't like the guy, and Polly just like starts messing with his stuff and starts disrespecting him, and then they get into it, and then he, and it turns into like this thing where Polly kills him, or at least he yeah. thinks he thinks he kills him, and he wraps him up. They wrap him up. They put him in a in the trunk and they drive him out into the middle of like the forest, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. to, to like to bury him. And when they open the trunk, he's alive <laughs> and then he gets away. <laughs> <laughs> that episode is the best that and the, and they're th- trapped out in the woods. Yeah. Like, like right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah, fucking, yeah. and Chris is his, his head's all fucked up because he got hit with the shovel in the, in the forehead. Yeah, dude. And they're like eating fucking ketchup and relish packets. <laughs> And they like he, he, he ripped the carpet off of the fucking the the floor of the van to, to wear as a blanket. Shit, I, dude, so funny, so fucking funny. Like uh, yeah. Chris pulls a gun on him and shit. Like, That's definitely a memorable episode. I love it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, don't be pulling that ring shit on me out here. With two, out here, we're just two assholes in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some fucking blanket. <laughs> That, yeah, but that, I think that was probably the episode that really won me over with Chris, though. I, yeah, because like, like Chris is kind of like a whatever. Chris whatever was character. a really iffy character then, for me. Yeah, for a long he, time. that that episode he certainly right makes there. you go like this with your emotions. Yes, like you're, sure. you're on his side, uh-huh. and you're like fuck that guy, uh-huh. and then you're on his side again, uh-huh. and then, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And then in that, but that episode I think sold me. I was like, all right, yeah, Chris is my dude. Like I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm riding with Chris. I don't know if he was ever my dude, but uh, I like. At least respected him more after that one, yeah. So, have did you have, did you did you happen to watch the episode yet? I don't know what season it happens where they come across the biker gang. No biker gang. Yeah, they still whine. Not yet. Mm-hmm. As one of those like whimsical like oh let's I, st- still dude, this whine. So what I love about this show <laughs> is the humor. Yes, it's so dry, and it's like ironic and like so up my alley. (laughs) It's it's dry. It's ironic. It's like um, you're you're laughing at people getting killed or maimed. (laughs) But 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 the thing is, the reason you're laughing though is because they like something like uh oh they look they put they made him wear that stupid shirt or you know what i mean like because it's like they they'll add they'll bring back a joke from like earlier Mm -hmm. in the show while something serious is going on the writers were fantastic so good so good yes that shows the show's amazing my favorite scene out of that show and maybe you haven't got there yet don't spoil anything was the red lobster scene damn it i haven't got there yet they have not been to red lobster yeah, don't tell me anything scene. more. Don't that, that between Chris and Polly. The Red God damn scene. it, Chris and Polly on screen are hilarious together. <laughs> that scene and just kind of like encapsulates the, way, the whole brotherhood of what they're going. It's through, impossible you know. for me to not call him Winghead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Silver Wings. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I'm, I think Richie only says it one time. He calls him Winghead. One one time, but I I laughed so fucking hard when he said it. I was like, and it just like stuck, dude. Yeah, because it's that stupid hairdo. That hairdo is so stupid, so bad. And in that that episode where him and Chris are out in the woods, his hair gets all fucked up. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. Oh Oh, man. Oh Oh, yeah. So yeah, right now in the show, um, Adriana is getting worked over by the FBI. Okay. That's where right. I'm at. 
So I feel bad for her because it feels like that's the end of her. I don't see how she doesn't die at the end of that. That certainly had uh, a. It was I don't know. It was that that story arc uh-huh. was oddly satisfying for me. Hers. That story arc of the whole FBI, the FBI thing? getting into her. Oh, okay. like, yeah. That whole story arc, when they finish it, it was like oddly satisfying finish. You found the blonde attractive? No, okay. it's not that. <laughs> it's uh, just, honestly, go ahead. No, no. I, I was just going to say that overall, like everything about that series, just the Sopranos, every single season was satisfying to me. That, so just real quick, just, that, that's a, one, one <laughs> bad moment for Chris was like, so Chris was really like a, a real douche to Adriana, right? Uh, yeah, he goes back and forth. Yeah, and well, uh, yeah, I mean, he is a douchebag, I guess. When, he, when you think about it, <laughs> and and, like, and, and so that, what's up, what a busy? The FBI chick is hanging out, and uh, he like he's trying to get a threesome started. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he's able to turn it around on her friend, and so Adriana's just pissed off at her at her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I like I laughed out loud when that was happening. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> There's so many good things. Like just just talking about it with you guys, I'm just like, man, I oh, really man. need to go rewatch this. Yeah, you like, should. It's, it's I, so I have good. it on DVD. Like I I just I, I bought it as soon as I could because I love that series so much. So, I was just like, ah. it, the biggest question in the show is is whether or not Tony Bangs is psychiatrist, right? I guess that could be a question, yeah. Right? Well, that's that's the first three seasons thing. Well, so here here's the thing: is a lot of shows like the way that they maintain an audience is on uh, is through sexual tension. Yeah. Right. Okay. And particularly a um, a relationship that's not happening that people want to happen, right? And so that's what I see when I like when I watch that watch the show is like he's definitely got a thing for a psychiatrist and she's definitely got a thing for him. So like that's like the the, the there's there's a moment where she's faced with an ethical dilemma, like straight up in are you, front. You, are you talking about the, you're not talking about the rape situation? Okay. Right? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So okay. So you were and, that far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I am that far, and I'm like, and I'm at the point where I'm wondering. It's like. So I've gotten past it now because it's, it's been long enough ago where it's like, yeah, they, they wouldn't make a whole lot of sense that they just brought it up now. But like, um, so it happened. And then shortly after they were in a session and, uh, I almost was, wish she would have came. And he, and he was talking about, I, and he was talking about um, maybe she was right, and he was ready to see a behavioral therapist or something like that. And she and she brought it up, no, <laughs> because like because you know she was like she didn't want to lose him. She yeah. didn't want to lose him because he was comfort knowing that if she did, you know, want to you know have revenge exacted, all she she all she knew that all she had to do was tell Tony. Yep. Yeah, she liked having that that sense of power. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and then, and they kind of tease you with it a little bit because then she's like, she's randomly like out in town and goes to like that, the restaurant where he works. And he's yeah. like, it's, and sees the employee of the month po- the sticker or like poster board of him on, on the wall, you know? And so it's like, are they going to keep, like, are they going to keep like teasing this? Is it going to, ha- she going to tell him? Is it going to, like, what's, what's going to happen here? Like, 
So like there's the writers like it, that was another that's another to me that's another brilliant thing. I don't know how that actually plays out, but they like do such a good job of like not making that a like cheesy situation between him and his psychi- psychiatrist, right. you know? Because they could have. It yeah, w- it, it could have been uh, Sam and Diane from Cheers and just been like, oh, God, Ross whatever. and Rachel. You, yeah, yeah, stop this stupid shit. Exactly. But, it, it could but have been. But it wasn't like But it that, wasn't. Yeah. It was like you saw the, like they, they give her the, her character, the, the raw attraction, you know, and they, and they give, and, and he's just like, he is who he is. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to bang this broad. She's, yeah, she's hot. Cool. She's hot. She's hot in <laughs> Italian. So yeah. <laughs> stay with your own kind. <laughs> that, that, that's one thing that, that's like a little, like, I'm I'm glad there's not a there's not too much of that in the show, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So Bezzy just joined us and he thinks up, uh, we're gonna put an asterisk next to his name because he was wrong last week. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but his new Super Bowl pick is gonna be the Bengals versus the bag- uh the Bengals versus the Eagles. Um, so uh, yeah, he's why are you trying from, to be wrong? He, two he's weeks going in a row. from both. He's t- picking from both sides, yeah. man. <laughs> Bengals Straddling your the side, fence. yeah, it's absolutely. Pick us. I, I thought you were on my team, man. What happened? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's some validity. Uh, it does like, seem like he's been on your team for the last few picks. I know. So. Well, I'm apparently me and Brian know a little bit about football. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'll give you guys a little bit. Come on now. Give me <laughs> yeah, a little bit about football. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I, yeah, I just uh, and water busy in case you missed it. Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think you see it on the screen there. But uh, Kansas City and Eagles were me and Ray, and uh, San Francisco Bengals was Ken. And uh, you know, go ahead and rewind if you want to hear us like talk at length <laughs> about those games. <laughs> and make some we good did. bets. <laughs> oh yeah, and we we made some great bets. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely worth going over. But uh, anyway, <sighs> we're we are definitely on to the uh, yeah. The we've fun been, part. We've been talking about Sopranos yeah. for like a good twenty minutes yeah, if now. You, yeah. If you've got a question for us or something, or if you've got a show you want to throw out, for yeah, us, please do. Absolutely. But, uh, we're yeah, we're doing entertainment right now. We're but on, yeah, we're just kind of like time. wrapping up now. So. Yeah, we're drinking hornitos, yep. tequila, and beer. So, uh, we're still which, drinking swamis, which I'm out of. <laughs> the swamis India Pale Ale. <laughs> oh yeah, from last week, huh? Yes. Yeah, six point eight percent alcohol. Definitely, <laughs> definitely caught a buzz. Not bad, yeah. He, uh, that's that. Those are my favorite beers, like the, the IPAs, the, the IPAs, um, the hazies that mm. are somewhere between like six and a half and seven and a half percent. After a long day, those are definitely like great because you just like immediately just catch a buzz. Yep, you just drink just like, like two, Whoa. and you're like, okay, I don't. All right. <laughs> What were we doing? Life is better. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? Uh, He's excited for episode uh, three, Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all? (laughs) Wait, episode three? As in yeah, there's, we, there's, seen, o- there's only two that you can watch so far. Yeah, yeah. Like it's this def- is, this if you're a binge new. watcher, let it go for one. <laughs> that, that's why it's so surprising that it's got so much, you know, uh, word word of mouth going on right now. There's like, only two episodes. Everybody's so far. talking about it. Yeah. And there's only two episodes in, and I think it's a combo of the video game being bad so far. Well, no, television so, been bad lately. So many people loved this video game that that. Uh, oh, it's the zombie game, huh? Yes, yeah. yes, and. And it has that one girl in it. She's the voice actor. She's in a lot of it's movies more of a as mushroom like a game than a zombie actor. Game, but... 
They had to change some things. They're and fungi it... rather than zombies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, they, they, that's very clear in the first episode. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, so we're fighting so, fungi? Right. Okay. Who kind of like make us... I never us, played the game. Sorry. Make us, Neither have I. I haven't either. But uh, but yeah, the, the fungi, um, they've reached a certain temperature on the earth now that the, they can... Uh, actually invade human hosts rather than just you know what so, okay hosts. okay so i get it now fun I get, fact I, I get why this is so exciting to people it's because the earth is getting warmer and they're just like scared about what's gonna what it actually means honestly that's a minor part of it that that's that's just kind of like <laughs> that that's a minor part of the introduction that a lot of people well, probably but don't there's even a, like but there's a lot to. of people doing stuff like that now like I remember the first time. Well, that, it seems plausible. They make it plausible in that way. The first time that I don't think I any saw... of us are watching Royal Rumble. Anybody guys watching the Royal Rumble wrestling? Yeah, I, uh-huh. I'm guessing that's wrestling. I'm not watching. I haven't watched a Royal Rumble since we were in high school. You know what's weird though is like I'm seeing a lot of like wrestler stuff on TikTok, and it's weirdly entertaining. You know, and and Chad, Chad, one of our does one Chad of our, still watch it? One of our mutual friends, Chad. He uh, describes wrestling as like the best ongoing soap opera ever. It like, is. <laughs> it, that's what it is. That is what it is. It's days of our lives, but they fight. Yeah. yeah. He's like, and and when if you put it in that context, then yeah, it could be very yes. Enjoyable. And and when I <laughs> and in the times since our Can childhood, in the times since our childhood that I've watched it, because when we were kids, it wasn't about. It being a show and it just being entertaining. Yeah, it was no you no no dude. The Rock is gonna kick mankind's ass, or, or the, you know they were teaming up a lot. So it was, yeah, no, dude, the Rock is gonna kick Stone Cold's ass. You know that's 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 what it was about. It was like, you right. know your guy, my guy's gonna kick your guy's ass. Um, whereas uh, as we've gotten older, when I do happen to just like watch it for five minutes, I do enjoy it. Actually, because I'm, I, I just I sit back and just watch it, and for just the for what it is, yeah, just entertainment. It is, yeah. and, and like it's because it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> I mean, if you enjoy shit talking, it's like right up your alley, right? <laughs> oh <true>. yeah. <laughs> and you I want to listen and shit talk, and right? Dude, and those <laughs> those interviews with with The Rock back in the day were so fucking good, so good. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's not surprising at all that that guy is the highest paid actor. <laughs> not at all. That guy was like, he was always hilarious. I, I will say, like, he is really kind of like turned a corner and like, dude, he is like a, a movie megastar now. That's crazy. It's been that way for like 10 years. So, yeah, I mean, close to 10. For, yeah, for him. It, it seems amazing to me because, I mean, he is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of our generation. Like, he can act... Okay, but, I think it, no, I think but, he's, it, a, but no. he's got a big giant ass body. I think he's pretty high cast right now. No, well, he's huge. Yeah. Like what? Do you, like there's only like unless you're voice acting. Yep. And, and, but but honestly, I I think he I think well, the guy's and funny. he was good I, in Moana. He has he has good comedic timing. Like At, he's just he's a charismatic dude. Have you watched Moana yet? Yeah, yeah. Um, just, he's Maui, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. dude. I As a voice actor, that, he's pretty good too. I wasn't. My, I, my son he was better song. there than in some of the movies. You're, he's you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I I sing that to my kids all yeah, the time, and they it. hate it. It's wonderful. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Why did you do that, Daddy? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Uh, torturing your kids is the best. Oh, oh my goodness, that's Something the best part of being. That's it. one of the yeah. best parts of being a fatherhood. That's so much great. You know what's funny is like I like so um, 
our our five year old is really like he's a real emotional kid. Like he's um like he's real he's energetic. He wants to like be fighting and stuff all the time, but he he can get like into the pits, you know, uh, and just like and you can piss him off, and when you piss him off, like he doesn't want to talk to you. And he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> right, want to listen. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's like. And so when he gets into those modes, I'll I'll mess with him, I'll, like <laughs> as a good dad does. Thank you, thank you. I, so I'll, I'll, I like I'll. What are, you, what are you doing over here? What are you doing? What are you doing over here? And, and just teasing him and nudging him and teasing him and nudging. Him. And, and he always and, and as long as I have time to play with him, he always comes out of it. Yeah. And we end up wrestling around. He's laughing. You know, whatever. You know. But uh, it's but I, I you know I'll t- I have I've come up with these little different things you know you're, you find things that your kids like for whatever reason it bothers them you right. have, like you don't even know when you're doing it and you come up with something <laughs> and it's like they, and they get irritated by it and it's like oh I'm gonna do that again <laughs> right let's have some fun with this one yes yeah, so let's see how long this lasts and. And so yeah, I'll be I'll be doing that stuff, and and and, and his mom is like, "You're so hard on him." I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Like, he eventually, like he'll he'll get it. Like, it's like in in life, like if people don't like you, they just not talk to you. You know, they just yeah. they just won't they won't do anything with you. They won't you know, try not to interact. They with just you, won't yeah. interact with you, and he'll learn that. Like yep. when you know, like when he's mad, like he'd much rather have someone coming over there and picking at him, even though he doesn't know that yet, than, you know, people just leaving him alone. Right. right. Back back to the fungi thing, though. I do have an interesting fact. So what did the fungi do in the show? I don't know. I haven't watched it. Interesting fact. Fungi is one vegetable on this planet that we know of that breathes oxygen. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting when I was like, what? They actually breathe oxygen, not Rather carbon, than carbon dioxide. dioxide. They yeah. they breathe carbon dioxide. Yeah. No, they breathe oxygen. Rather than carbon. Rather dioxide. than carbon dioxide. That's why it's a big deal. They breathe yeah. like us. Oh, it's interesting. That is crazy. We should kill them all. Well, yeah, and, and just like the cows and everything else that breathes and, oxygen. And, and I'm giving very very little away here, but, but yeah, like, let's get to the point where we're eating soylent green. <laughs> in in the first episode there, there's a point where they they bring in this expert on on you know fungi and and this kind of that would be a macrobiologist or a... sure actually you know what it's funny that you guys mentioned that my wife is actually going through that right now biology fungi she's got a whole class on just fungus oh really oh. yeah she's got to go hiking and doing a uh, you should watch it have her watch the first episode just to see what she says like there's <laughs> it, it actually gets kind of interesting there like in like i'm, I'm curious Maybe. like how much is accurate and how much is i kind of want to watch it now. they make it they make it but sound I don't, very because there's scary only two episodes i hate that i hate that I on, from I a medical perspective like fungus is like dangerous it's like really exactly dangerous. to have a fungus infection you know, you is know, like and, and so, so when they it's have a, to kill when they have a meeting with the expert they're like so so what do we do she's like well you get lots of bombs and you bomb everybody in the city <laughs> that's how you stop the spread i'm just like holy fuck <laughs> okay well yeah that, because they like i mean if you're talking about like Things that could become enemies that would be really fucking hard to kill. Fungus grows everywhere. It's so hard to get rid of. And because the temperature has changed in this new world, that they can get. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's so it's it's a lot of fun, and it's it. I was surprised that it was based on a video game because 
as a story, it doesn't feel like it. Like it's, Well, they made some modifications to I'm, it. I'm sure they did. Yeah. And and I was watching the director, and he was just kind of like, yeah, you, it makes sense in a video game you could do that, but not like in a storytelling. And one example of that is like in the video game, I guess there's like zones of fungus where you would have to wear like a mask to run through this zone of fungus. But that's not the real world case if there's fungus in the air it's going to spread like it's not going to be contained in a zone uh-huh yeah, like, yeah, yeah so like there's things they have to change oh yeah it. yeah because it doesn't work outside of the video yeah. game world yeah so there was a, that he mentioned that in like the military or something the way the military t- chases them but i haven't watched the actual show and i and i never played the video game i'm probably going to check it out but yeah. let me put it this way in the last three or four years like since like I have everything streaming. Well, just everything streaming. You know what I mean? And once everything's become streaming, I don't watch anything week to week. Okay. Like, there's just no reason to. I'm going to watch it when there's several episodes built up. I'm glad that you said that. But this is one of the very few shows where I'm, like, watching every episode, and I can't wait till next Sunday to watch the next episode. And I have to watch it because everyone at work is going to want to talk to me about it. And if I haven't seen the episode, then I can't talk to everybody at work about it. You know what I mean? It's one of those shows, and so okay, those are yeah. pretty rare. I, I haven't, I haven't, well, I haven't punched a clock. Yeah, well, in okay. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you. All <laughs> right. Uh, I. Two thousand nine. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in an environment where that, like, I understand. I, but I do understand. I do understand that, like, knowing what was going on in this cool show makes it a lot easier to have conversations at work. Yeah. Or, and, like, and not even just easier to have conversations. It's like, for a while, it's like, if the conversations are only going to be about this, I'm not going to know what the fuck's going on if I don't watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and when you do watch it, it's that good, yeah. too. So it's that combo. That's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I think the last show you know, for that would I've was never Game of Thrones. I've was never what? Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah Game of Thrones is definitely the next one. Um, I yeah. feel like there's one that we're missing in between, but uh, in between the two, yeah, between Game of Thrones and now, like like a hot show yeah. that, that you had to watch week to week. Not, yes, not that you had to watch. I feel week like to there's week. one that we're missing, but anyway, it doesn't matter because they because Stranger Things dropped in seasons. Yeah, and that's the only thing. That's the only phenomenon I can think of between. Like this and Game of Thrones. It's important to watch. It's been a while because it's been since Game of Thrones, really, that there was like a a show that people everybody was hyped about. You know, I was, and then before Game of Thrones, it would have been Breaking Bad. Yeah, probably. I was explaining this to uh, one of my cousins the other day, where they were like, they hadn't seen. I think it was Breaking Bad or something. I go, you know, (laughs) let's use Star Wars for example. I use Star Wars for example for her. I was like, if you had never seen Star Wars, there's so much cultural side jokes you would miss mm-hmm. yeah. because it's a phenomenon. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. just so many other shows that reference it and make jokes of it. And you would just it just would go over your head because so, uh, you're not paying attention. You're not you didn't go ahead and put the like watch that. The yeah, guy totally who true. does the podcast for the NFL, the, okay. the around the NFL podcast, mm-hmm. the host. It's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> and they and they and they wear that like a like a 
like a badge of honor. Oh, I've never seen it. Put that badge of honor on me. Yeah, I'm like, you're like, that's not you're a badge of honor. Yeah, you're <laughs> depriving yourself. Yeah, you're depriving yourself. There's so much. That's like saying, that's I, I don't want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the one person that hasn't done it. Yeah, I'm happy being a virgin. <laughs> uh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, when I hear people talk about, like, like, you know, like that about not watching yeah. Star Wars and just being like, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm above the the influence, you yeah. know, kind of. Okay, no, no, you're not. Like, you're you're just celibate. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a different you're, kind of you're, celibate. You're an incel. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of Better Call Saul? I I watch one season. I of that. Um, have been told that I need to go back and watch it again because I've been told that season one is a little slow. Uh huh. And that uh, it really kicks off in season two. I'm hearing that there are more seasons of that now than Breaking Bad, from what I understand. Uh, and I, it's, it's, I don't know on, if it's seven or eight seasons. Yeah. I think they've ended, but but they all, they did get to either did seven or eight. I, I thought so, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure if they did. I, okay, I, I I don't know enough to say. Yeah, one if way they or have the that, other, so if they have more seasons than Breaking Bad, I, I think they're still going. Well, Breaking Bad was seven seasons. So. Uh-huh. And Bre- but Breaking Bad ended in like 2012, 20, yeah. no, 2013. Yeah. Ended in 2013, and Better Call Saul started in 2015. What a busy, you know, if it's still going or whoever's out there. Yeah. He yep. hasn't said yet. I'm but, sure he'll uh, chime in. But yeah. I, I have watched like the first half of the first season. I, I didn't, get, didn't get to finish, and I will say it wasn't because of the show. It was because of other things happening outside my life, different shows, you know, kids and everything else. And so I never quite also, got back to like, it because I couldn't watch it with hard, other though. people. They are, especially if they're prequels, because you know but, how it's going to end. Yeah. But I will yeah. say that the, the episodes that I watched, I really enjoyed. Like, they were really good. Uh, and Bob, I remember Odenkirk, watching this I going like, I'm going to watch this show. You know what I mean? When mm. I get a chance. Gotcha. And then I never got that chance. I, I think the, the guy that plays Saul, I think his name's Bob Odenkirk. He's really, okay. like, he's very good. He's great. Yeah. He's great. He's really good at that role. That character was, he at was that born character, to play that role. At that role, he, they, born he to is play amazing. That role. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think the, the, in the first episode when he represents those three teenagers or something like that, and he gets that check, and he's like, I got like three teenagers. And she was like, it's not my fault you represented them all at once. You should have represented them all individually. Like, it like kind of gave you some yeah. insight to, like, the lawyer world. Yeah. Where, you know, like, <laughs> to make money. Like, Screw oh, them all, shoot. man. Like, Come I on. I should have represented them by themselves. <laughs> you know, so. That was my takeaway, oddly enough. That's funny. I like that. I, I like the odd takeaways, you know. So, um, I was going to say, I've never been able to watch these. these so, all these, these classic shows, like, week to week to week to week. I've never been able to do that. Even like even before binge watching was a thing because like so the first show that I ever that I can remember like getting into where I watched I know I watched every single episode was Friends. Mm. And even that I was spoiled on because I didn't find it by watching it on network television. I got it from Chad's sister. She had uh, because like when um, DVD sets first started coming out, yeah, that was w- how I first watched Friends. I had never like I didn't watch television week to week and like that's a good way to watch that. Uh, yeah. And so, oh, oh, it's the only way. It trust me, it's the only way. Like yeah. I actually like I get I'm re I'm re I haven't watched the show in probably over ten years now, and I'm rewatching it right now, and it's frustrating because Friends. I'm, because I'm watching it on HBO Max, mm. and 
it's okay. If you're going to stream a television show, why wouldn't you put the uncut version out there? <laughs> why? Why would you cut it? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so I've I watched all those completely uncut episodes that you can only the only way to watch them <laughs> is, is on DVD. Is on the DVD or Blu-rays wow, I didn't now. Think about that. Oh, okay. So it's frustrating to watch because there's missing jokes. There's like there's a good sixty to ninety seconds that's cut out of every <laughs> single Friends episode for the streaming service. Every and and like it's so embedded in my brain because I probably I watched through the show probably like five or six times before I was like twenty five. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That like it's hard to watch because I know where all the jokes are missing. That's not how that's supposed to go. That doesn't flow right. That didn't feel right. Oh, they, that's where they cut out that this joke, and and like and I can still remember them. So it's like it's it's weird to watch. And I imagine that there's like there's a version of that for like every show. So I didn't start watching Friends until the la- they were on their last well, I, season. That's when I watched it week to week. Was they so, were on their last season? I'll yeah. Be right back. So I had to go back and rewatch those. But as a spinoff. The best spinoff show, and if you like shit talking, is Frasier. Frasier's so good. Oh my god, dude. Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh, and, and yes, I agree. Frasier is absolutely the best spinoff show because it was probably better than Cheers. Cheers, yeah. It was like, I watched yeah, both. I did too. I watched both, and uh, obviously way after. I think I, I watched... Um, I probably watched Cheers after I watched Frasier, uh, and a friend of mine had like suggested that I watch Frasier. And uh, dude, I loved it. Like I watched, I was probably in my late twenties when I when I watched it the first time, and I just how did I miss the show? Because it was one of those things where it's like, as a kid, we you'd see the little do 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 yeah like, yeah for Fraser coming on. Oh, uh-huh. turn, turn change the channel, just change the channel. You know, as a <laughs> as a kid, you know. Yeah. But as an adult, oh my god, that show is hilarious. It is. Every single episode is so good, <laughs> so good. Like, and it's like the because it's it's highbrow humor, and the physical comedy in that show is just so 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 good. As a kid, I could see you like being like, "Let's turn this off because the the intellectual it's, it's not where you're at." Yeah, at it's just like over your head. You don't want to, and they're bald people. You know, they're like so. It's just like. Because Fraser and his brother are both balding, so it's mm-hmm. like you just as a kid, that's just like you're. It's you feel like you're watching an old people show or mm-hmm. something like that, but like watching it as an adult, especially as a 35 year old adult who's balded plenty, like <laughs> like they don't. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> it's a that show is phenomenal. It is so funny and uh, the dad. Oh my god, dude! Their dad is so funny. Like, how did he have two kids like that? Right? Yes, it makes no sense. <laughs> yes. It's the, it is it's the best. I, I'm somebody that really really appreciates the shit talking on television shows, which is probably why I like Sopranos so much, and probably why I like Frasier so much. You know, there's just and even Friends has their own like wit of shit talking too. You know, um, very sarcastic. Mm. They're sarcastic with each other when when they're shit talking. Yeah, but Frasier, I felt like Frasier was like the put downs are so good. You're so next level. Next yeah. level. I was yeah. gonna say that they're next level yeah. shit talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, and you know, you know what, my, what I love is uh, is Frasier. Off you go. 
Because <laughs> he says it to everybody. You're like, like it's just like it's such a polite and dismissive. Get the fuck out of here, you know. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, and and uh, and I, and I've, I don't know if you've ever had. Have you had sherry? Like. I had to drink it. I had like oh oh yeah because yes, the, the alcohol yeah I've yeah because sherry. like you know almost every episode Sherry Niles. <laughs> it's, so, but the thing is about that, it's so stupid. That's like a cooking wine. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, so they're so they're like these wine connoisseurs. They're like like super super hoity toity, but they drink Sherry all the time. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I was curious about that. I was like, "Is there something I don't know?" I thought that was. Yeah. I didn't, and, and like when I first when I first watched the show, like I said, I was in my still in my late twenties. I like I didn't know anything about wine at the time. You know, I just they were they were drinking, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go try it too." And I went to go buy a bottle, and it says cooking wine. And I was like, "That can't be right." <laughs> yeah, because they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're always talking about drinking sherry. So what up easy wants to know what how we feel about Seinfeld. Have you guys watched Seinfeld? Yes. Um I don't know if I've watched every single episode, but I, I think I've seen most of the episodes and definitely really enjoyed it. <clears throat> it's not like one of my all time favorites, like a lot of people like, oh my god, that's the the amazing thing. But I definitely recognize the genius and mm-hmm. uh and can definitely see why so many people enjoyed it because they're just they're just fun. Like every single episode, no matter what, like no matter how good or bad the episode Those, is, they always are fun to watch. They're so fucked up. <laughs> so there's some of the so most obnoxious. Me, like, so here's what I think. Here's, here's what I think about Seinfeld, and I and I do love Seinfeld. Seinfeld's hilarious. Yeah, Seinfeld is the '90s version of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> because, <A> prequel. <laughs> because every show is about nothing. Like they, they're none of like you don't have to watch the shows back to back to back to back, like you can like you can bounce season to season. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter at all. There and the things that they do and don't get in trouble for. You know what I mean? Like in an always sunny, like in a TV way or not in, just just in a general way. They it never, gives you the impression that just that's just the way it is in New York. Right, it does. Yeah, but it it does. But they're they're yeah. constantly like doing shady shit, and they're and, uh. and and getting away with things and screwing people over in minor ways. And so that's why I love the way that the show ended. <laughs> oh, and the, them in jail. That's right. That was yeah, so yeah. perfect because and when they, they wandered outside of New well, York, because <laughs> yes, they were outside of New York and they didn't actually do anything. They actually this time didn't do anything. All they did was laugh. At somebody and not do anything, yeah. and didn't and, and not do anything, and got arrested for it, and ended yeah. up in jail because, like, that was the whole show. Was yeah. like these people should be in jail. For I thought that was a good <laughs> ending to a show. They got a lot of shit for the ending of that show. I, I loved like, it. I thought it was good. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I thought it was brilliant. And, and I'll say the same about the Sopranos without saying anything else. Like, there was a lot of shit given about the end of the Sopranos, and I was just like. I had a show like yeah. that. So yeah. I, I was that was one thing that I knew about the Sopranos going into it was I know about the ending. Okay. I know that it just kind of like uh I'm pretty sure it plays like it plays that journey song and just kind of like nothing, like nothing happens. Yeah, Family Guy makes a pretty good reference to it. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> well, I remember people talking about it when it happened. I remember it being a big deal. 
Right. Now, and I, I, and I mean, I never got involved because I wasn't, I wasn't watching the show, whatever. I'm halfway through the show now, and that wouldn't shock me at all if they just like <laughs> left you with yeah. nothing because like so many of the episodes end with the fuck was that? No, it, it was just <laughs> the fact that there <laughs> was so, so much sometimes. expectation built up. You know what I mean? It's like this is the ending yeah, of the ultimate yeah. series. How are they gonna do it? You know, just like they did every other episode that yeah. you loved. <laughs> 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 and, and like when I think of like the you know. The Soprano shows and the way they end, like their endings are always so just like the only way that you would know that the ending was coming up is if you are watching the ticking time. The time. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, there's got to be an ending around here right now. Like it's going to come up. And the one that really comes to mind is the episode, the last episode where Tony interacts with uh, the Mercedes girl. Um, she thinks that she's just going back to work and, you know, whatever. And then she's given a test drive to some guy and it turns out to be, you know, one of his captains. Right. Mm-hmm. And he threatens her and all this, this, that and the other. Oh, right? one of my favorite moments right? of the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it won't be cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the uh, last one you're going to be seeing. Not telling me. <laughs> uh, so, um, and then that episode ends with that guy just like holding a bag of groceries, gets into his car, and drives off. Yeah. And nothing happens. It's everyday life. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, huh. uh, sorry. Every day, just, it's just everyday life. Nothing. <laughs> it's just everyday life. Nothing happens. Nothing out of the ordinary happens. It's just, yeah. He just, and I was like, because you're watching it, and the way that he drives off, it's like, oh, there's an intersection there. Maybe he's going to hit by a bus. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and so they, like, so they, you're just like it's palpable, and then nothing happens. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many of those endings to yep. to their shows. So knowing that the show ends on kind of like a what happened? Like oh yeah, I, I get that. That's 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 <laughs> totally within the writer style. So yeah, that's um, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly how that plays out. But I imagine I probably won't be disappointed. A I, lot of great I'm shows have terrible you. endings, you know. I, I'm it's hard to end a show. It's so those. endings yeah. are so hard. Yeah, endings are so hard because when you've got something good going on, people don't want it to end. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want it to end. Yeah. So you how? should. You you almost and you kind of get this out of books. You almost need an epilogue episode. Yeah. Yes. Because, yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because people didn't have an epilogue. That's because it. Yeah, like because that. people want an ending in a way that they can draw other conclusions. Yeah. You know. It's like having the. Uh, it's like having the. Recently, a bunch of shows did a a reboot one episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. But they might do a movie. I think. I think there's something there to that, right? If if shows start doing epilogue episodes, yeah, where there's a whole episode dedicated to an epilogue. Um, um, yeah, yeah, and you don't even, and they don't even nice like change of pace. Yeah, that that would be interesting, and you yeah. just get a, like a a glimpse into like the, like five years into the future or something yep. like that. Like, I think like, as, yeah, I'm like, go back to, to friends, like the way that that show ended, the way that they, they, they closed everything off. Like an epilogue episode would have been awesome, you know, Yeah. to see like yeah. Ross yeah. and Rachel five were, years later. Uh, yeah. 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 That'd yeah. Be interesting. It yeah. would, it would have been really good. So yeah, there, do there, we have, 
is there like it looks like there's a bunch of comments there are we just caught up or um for the most part yeah what a busy mentions that they got arrested for doing nothing for a show about <laughs> yes. nothing right, right, right. and then uh he's just curious if we've actually been to any concerts lately um uh, yeah and fa- what our favorite actually. type of music so i mean for me music is like i'd rather be listening to audiobook but if i'm listening to music it just really it's depends it's, it's funny because i've known this guy for so long and like he used to walk, like he used to have like a chain attached to his wallet. I still and, do. And he and he used to like and he used to walk around with like like punk rocker clothes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And nice. used, to, used to listen to Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, new metal. <laughs> new metal was a thing yeah. for me in my high school. It was uh, Coheed and Cambria, System of a Down, yep. System of a Corn, Down, Deftones, oh, nice. a lot of those concerts. I have never been to like a big concert. Really? Yeah, wow. like a named headlining or concert. I've never been to. I've been oh, to God. like little like local band concerts, like you know, it's to support friends and stuff who are trying to tr- like start bands and whatnot. Poor man's poison. Yeah, no, I've okay, never been to. Okay, never. Sorry, Hanford band. I was just like curious. Uh-huh. No, no, I've Maybe never been to those so, kinds of concerts. Um, I saw um, the Killers last year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, I once offered, I asked my wife, like, hey, do you want to go to this Coheed and Cambria concert coming up years ago? They have and, a new album. And she told me no. They have a new album. And then she changed her mind. But good. by the time she changed her mind, I it was, was too like, late. too late. Yeah. yeah, You should listen to it. I should. New album. They, I should. They have a new album. And yeah, there's a couple songs on there I really like. And I honestly think it just kind of depends <clears> on my <throat> point of life. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of like rap. But that's mostly because I just just been angry about a lot of things <laughs> you know what i mean so like i'm gonna just I'm listen angry at the man right now. i'm just gonna listen to some rap you know um so i went like old school old school rap bone thugs and harmony some of the yeah. nwa stuff that was like old school back then you know okay it's old school now but it was hip back then um <sighs> i don't know i just really like as far as rap goes, I just really like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Eminem, you know, he's good too yeah. and stuff, but he has a lot of like, like anger and rage that you can feel, you know. The more and, recent stuff, Macklemore. I really like Macklemore. I don't know if you. I know who he is, but I, I couldn't tell you his music. I just the the message from his from his songs and his albums are just they're they're cool. Like it's a cool beat, a cool uh, a cool rap, and a cool message, kind of all mixed into one. Like I'm, I'm one that you know. I, I grew up in the '80s and '90s. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm 48. I'm a little older than most, and so I grew up with the, the older stuff, and I have a deep uh, appreciation for that stuff. But like, I know that I'm 48 and that I have young kids, and I don't want to be my parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I want to, you know, embrace new music and, and and find new new bands and whatnot. And I, I have been looking. Um, but not with a lot of success. Right. Um, I, I found uh, a few bands. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, gosh. What the hell? Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the 80s because if I'm in an environment where there's like a jukebox, nowadays they're all digital jukeboxes. But if I'm in an environment where there's like a lot of jukeboxes and stuff and you got to pay for music, my go-to is 80s genre. Like um, yeah. Tommy Two-Tone, Jenny Jenny, like. That was like my jam for a long time, you know what I mean? And then there's the I don't think uh what are they the proclaimers? Five thousand miles or ten thousand miles or whatever. Oh, I um if you, you know, I would walk five thousand miles. <laughs> oh I know the song. Um I feel like I don't know if they're late seventies or early eighties, but like 80s, that yeah, 80s, yeah that that like those songs are Jesse's girl, like 
jazz. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, early the, 80s the, right there. Yeah. Those are those are really great too. That's those funny. are really good mood swingers when you're at like those bars. And, and you know, stuff. it's funny and for me. New, like I, 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 I'm actually so. Um, we didn't grow up in that era, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, the era that I listen to, I find like soothing, relaxing, whatever. I like, like I get into it that I didn't grow up in is actually the '60s. Okay. Like I, I'll, I'll listen to a lot of like '60s music, and like I, and and I like it. And I'm more '70s, like all the Led Zeppelin, the Pink Floyd. Yeah, that, the, I didn't like that era as much. Oh, dude, yeah. that that's my jam right there. It's the, I love the psychedelic that stuff. era, right? <laughs> and, and we were talking about more modern, and like when I, I'm trying to look for modern bands, and I'm finding bands like uh, Usual Suspects. I don't know if you guys have uh-huh. heard of them. I've uh, heard of them, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you their song. Oh, dude, just kind of cool. Um, Twenty One Pilots. I've I've kind of got into a little bit. Well, they're older uh, though. They're not. New. Well, yeah, that's more last decade, more than the last five years. I think but. they're nineties. Twenty One really? Pilots. I think they're nineties, maybe twenty thousands. Well, so I didn't find them until the late two thousands. So. <laughs> uh, lately, I've been. So I didn't. Um, like I just, music. I'm 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 kind of the same way with yeah. like you know as I am with like shows and stuff like that, like. An artist really needs to put together yeah. a couple. You got to prove you're good before I listen to you. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, have you heard so and so? No, I haven't. No, no. Probably they, they got to be good first. And then, like, uh, you know, a couple, and then people are still talking about them a couple years later. How many albums do they have now? You know, something right. like that. And check them out on Spotify. So, uh, but the, <laughs> one of the the artists that I, you know, kind of just like skipped over was, um, oh, what's, oh, I'm blanking on his name now. Um, cause I wanted to say the dream because he's like a counter to the dream. Uh, the guy that just did the super bowl. Um, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking on it. You know what right genre now. though? Uh, why, while you're thinking about that why, why artist blanking on his name. So one hard. of the genres that's, too that's has been actually my, really funny. My go-to genre, like when socializing the weekend, too? I'm sorry, the, the weekend. weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my been, wife's favorite. So, so, <laughs> I, so I've been listening. Well, like I have, um, I have a good sound system in my car. So I like to whatever it is that that sounds the best, you know, like and it like hits the best is is what I like to listen to, and like and hit and a lot of his songs just kind of like hit hit the right like beats and, and just, some of them and, do and, and, and some of them sound, don't. Sounds yeah, good. He, he's real hit or miss. But. He's got. I think I probably have. So I have a playlist that I just like. I'm always continuously adding to, and like I'll subtract from every once in a while. I'll just be like, man, I'm really tired of hearing that song yeah. when it comes mm-hmm. up, and just remove it. But it's like it's always like over 35 hours you know of like music and um so i and i find myself i keep like listening to that recently i've been listening to a lot a lot of the weekend Hmm. Uh, um a uh have you have you guys heard of the cold war kids Mm -mm. no um you should check them out they're um probably from like i want to say the 2010 ish Wait, did they did they had a real controversial controversial song uh, about shooting kids or something? Is that them or is that I somebody else? I don't know. I don't know about any of their controversies because I don't I don't follow music that way. So the only way I ever listen to music is on Spotify. Okay. Um, they've been a band since two thousand four. Is what it says. But sorry, what was the band name again? Um, Cold War Kids. Okay, so 2017, I think, is the album that I've been listening to a lot of. It's got this song called "Love Is Mystical" and "So Tied Up," and those are both on those are both on my playlist. They're from 2017. Okay, 
And the way that I found that band was, so another way that I find music is from shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll hear a song on a show and be like, what, "What was that?" And so a show that really nailed it to me in music was Suits. Have you seen Suits? Yes. Suits. No. Yeah. Every season. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. Did you love it? It was a really good show. I loved it. I like. I like, mean, I've never heard of it. What was that on? USA. It's on Prime right now, though. You can watch every season on yeah. Prime. On Prime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you should watch it. Suits. You're gonna, oh, you're going to fall in love. Dude, it's another one of those shows. It's like. Oh, Brian. You're like. <laughs> like so go home and watch this. And, and please find some time to at least just watch the pilot. Even if you just watch the pilot, we'll have plenty to talk about the next time like we talk about you know shows or whatever yeah and and i'm honestly like at the point where i'm like okay i finished everything like i want to watch oh watch suits. and i'm like okay yeah I'm looking for something oh, so yeah yeah watch suits all right i'm on amazon prime looking it up right now um yeah so to me that that show just really really like nails the music makes you want to uh invest in good clothes too <laughs> I do have suits, <laughs> and, and I mean that's what I'm, that's where I'm headed right now. That's where my profession is, my career is headed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those suits, it's, and it's another show. There's a lot of talking shit, you know. <laughs> so he was like, that, yeah, even down to the tie where he's like, get rid of that fucking skinny tie. Like <laughs> they're talking, is this tie too skinny? Yeah, it's too skinny. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, I didn't even know that, what fat ties were. He's like, like, he's like, they're both in super nice suits. He's like, that suit's a little dated for court, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Jordan talk in the show because he's like, you know, uh, like it's it, he, Jordan's never in the show, but uh, he had to like, I know that you can't just like be speaking about people, you know. In, in certain contexts and the way that they talk about him in the show, you know, uh, I, he had to have signed off on something, huh? Had to have, because they, they bring him up too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one other genre that I've been getting into the past few years that I've been really exploring is electric swing. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I like I, that too. Fuck, I don't know. Everyone, you know what, you know what it is, is every once in a while, I just don't want to hear words. Every every once in a while, I'm just tired of like you know the dribble. I get it. I get it. You know. So I'm I'm gonna play a little bit of this song. Please, I'm confused. I'm gonna play a little bit of this song. You guys can hear it. Sounds kind of like this. What is that? This is electric swing. This is Emerald. Electric swing. Electric swing. So that's interesting. That's almost like Elon Musk's pirate music. I, I don't know. But you know about that, right? No. You don't know? No. Go- Google that real quick. Just Elon. Google, Google Elon Musk pirate music. Really? I. He's into pirate music, I guess. And it, and <laughs> because and because he was into pirate music, it just became this whole thing. Oh, jeez. I, I hate that Elon Musk has become this like whole cult of personality, and just like that, like. I thought he was kind of cool at first. I like, did too. I, was like, I did right. too. But I'm like, I'm and so. And the more I learn about him, the more I'm like, dude, this guy's kind of a douche. <laughs> and then the more I learn about him, I'm like, he's really a douche. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not a good guy. I'm not seeing anything about Elon Musk and pirate music. What's it? It's called. Some, what's the name of? What's it called? It's pirate uh, music. Mm. It. 
Google that. What's what's the pirate music genre? Because there's it's a it's got a funny name. Huh. Pirate metal. I'm curious. I'm, I gotta, I gotta Google this myself. Too. Yeah, more two Googles are better than one. <laughs> so, what are our favorite bands and artists? I, I really just depends on the mood, where Led I'm at, the environment. Uh, one of the things I can I can say is it's never country. I'm never in the mood never. for country music. Uh, uh, you know what? Dude, Actually, uh, I need hey, a high five on that one. Because when hey, you know mm. what? When you're when you're drinking in public, no, country. I've music, never been no, in the mood no. for country music. Never. No. It's not that you're in the no. mood. No, no, no. No one's ever like, you know what I want to hear right now? I want to hear some country. Bad music. Oh. But when like country music is on and you're drinking, it's palatable. Uh, I mean, oh, it's one uh, of those musics that you can play in the background, but it can get, get very boring very fast. There's, shanty. They're I, called they're shanty. 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 <laughs> it's called. Like, I, I love like nearly all music. Like I'm very universal. Like there's very it's very hard for me sea to like Sea shanties. Find they're something. called sea shanties. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's hilarious. Come on. That's very specific, man. It's fucking so funny. Oh, like Willer Wellerman and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, sea, yeah. Yes, and see like there's so yeah. many sea shanties oh, that on geez. like if you if you look them up on on uh, Spotify, they have so many plays now because of <laughs> so dumb. All right. <laughs> If I could have my dream bar, it would absolutely have like days where okay. they're dedicated to stuff like now, that. Now, yeah. dude, now I can see that would be cool. Like you have your own bar and like Thursdays are fucking sea shanty day. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. How is that not a thing yet? Uh, really? I think. You know what I mean is how is there yeah. not how is there not a nightclub in like in like L.A.? Or well, nightclub that's different, right? But a bar where like well, but you, wouldn't you be can able to have. It would be a cosplay bar. But for me, like it would be like a like cosplay it, bar. The We're only way that it would work is if it was popular enough to yeah. be like that popping, you know? Because otherwise you wouldn't be able to afford to do like those those types of themes. It would be absolutely a bar that's like funded by a little bit. And like, that's like just where you go hang out. Considering like how popular <laughs> cosplay is in Southern mm-hmm. California, it, it does surprise me that there's not a, a cosplay club more yeah. themed like something uh, more night, directed toward that genre. Yeah. 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 For me, it would be like a bar that was sustainable by <laughs> other, by other means. Hey, can we go back to talking about the, the cat litter and schools? <laughs> well, okay. What about it? Is that like, is that, can we Google that? Okay, is that yeah, real? sure. Uh, yeah. I forget right. what, what but district I, passed I, it. Is that real? I, yes. It doesn't seem like it should be, but I, I believe Ray. Like, I don't think Ray's lying to us so because like, he says it's true. When I, I now I know, I know from personal experience because I've like I've seen it like passing, like having been at Anime Expo and being at one of the hotels and having to passing by one of the doors as it was open. I've seen a cat box inside of someone's hotel room, and I know that it's for furry play so according to this article by northeastern global news that it's a rumor that just won't stop rumor. coming up yeah okay but it's like it's not real right I, i'm like no I'm there's trying somebody who's trying, trying to get it we're not allowing stuff. kids to identify as no, cats no. and shit in it's, sand that doesn't we? seem to be a thing no thank god no that's just tony dungy throwing it out there because he's you know 
wants to. <laughs> How did he know about people identifying well, there's a as pets? I want to give him some credit for that. There's an active Can lawsuit we? for it. He's obviously there's an active lawsuit for it, but it, for what? For the litter box thing. There's an active lawsuit for it, but it like it's it still playing like out. Somebody's been, wa- been Some, reading like somebody suing the state sites for their yeah. right to have yeah. to use a litter yes, box. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sounds like political bullshit to me. <laughs> Is there any other kind? Man, starting to like. I used to love politics, like just actually. As I learn more, I actually enjoy it more. Oh, what a busy year, teacher! That's cool. Oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> what do you teach? Yeah, please. What do you teach? That's funny. <laughs> and do you feel that we have somebody intelligent watching us? What? Do you feel that your curriculum is <laughs> Wait, becoming shaping young minds, and you're listening to us? <laughs> do you, do you Crazy. feel like <laughs> chemistry? Do you feel like your hey, that's awesome? Do you feel like your curriculum is kind of, or the curriculum around you is starting to gear towards more of a indoctrination instead of education? High school chemistry? I'm imagining chemistry is in high school, right? I don't think they teach For chemistry sure. before then. Yeah. So yeah. No. Not at not least high school. school. Maybe some yeah. like uh, AP, higher up. Yeah. At, you not know, really. Junior highs. Okay. But you're in Texas too, so there's that. <laughs> so Texas is a little different. Hmm. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so I'm glad that that's just a you know just a myth. And they're not allowing for no, no actual litter boxes in bathrooms, right? Yeah, Tony because I know Dungy the first just... time. The first time I saw it, like I just—it's crazy. It's it's how your memory like just remembers like images and stuff like that. Because I remember really enjoying my hotel room. It was um, it was very like it was a mm. small hotel room, and you could tell that it was like a very old hotel. But they'd done a really good job of modernizing it, you know, mm-hmm. making small changes to it to like make to make use of the space. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and so it was. Uh, I remember that. I remember liking the the hotel room, even though we had to like. I think there was like four of us that had to share the room. We were we were do, like I was running a booth for for a store that I was associated with <laughs> yeah. at the time. And then it was probably eight people. In I the just, room, but. I remember. <laughs> No, we were we were lucky. We were we were lucky. There was only four of us, and one of them was a woman. So it was like it wasn't a complete sausage fest. So was, thanks, Rachel. That's so much better than most of the rooms that, in that convention. I guarantee. Oh, oh, and yeah, and so what I'm saying. So from that convention, I'll never forget, like walking to my room at like, and at some point, like someone's door was just open, like so, some other door was open, and there was a cat box in there. Well, there's a- and I was just and and I was just like I laughed at first and I looked at my buddy like I think it was Seth and I was like who the fuck brings their cats and he's like that's not for cats dude and I was like what are you talking about <coughs> and he's like it's for furry play and I was like what well, I, I've heard of people taking play. their dogs and stuff with them. I don't know. I've never heard of cats. No, but dude, there's some no, hotels no, out there. This that, is people. This is yeah, people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dressing up as animals and oh, then acting man. like animals. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, and I remember hearing about it then and being like, God help us. <laughs> like, this, like this is where society is going. This is, this is what we're doing. Oh, so to be like 10 years later, almost and get and like have, you know, to be talking about that tweet 
from Tony Dungy. <laughs> that that's that's where my brain goes, and I'm like, no, we are. This is not happening. This is not the progression of that memory that I had. Well, it's funny because looking back on that conversation, you're you're not. No, that's not true, is it? Like, that's not real. <laughs> and we're like, okay, no, and now it's not real. But, <laughs> but, but well, I was, I was like. Oh my god, yeah. that's real. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, at, at, if you've never been to Anime Expo, like, I was, I was just once he told me, I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess I can see that. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a lot of weirdness that goes on at Anime. I need Expo. to go to an Anime Expo. Somebody was just like telling me about that. Like, it's hey, not, it's not for adults. <laughs> well, it wasn't for then. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of adult things going on there. Yeah, with young kids. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I've been to some magic conventions where I'm like, "Holy crap, that's what's going on backstage!" Like, there's some like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I, it took me. It took me. Uh, so, I became a magic judge in uh, 2014, and I went to my first like major event in like uh, late 2015. I think it was. And experienced the like um, the gypsy carnival that, that it really that it really is <laughs> like when you go to a large if you go to a large magic event that, at the time it was Grand Prix is what uh-huh. they were running right um, Grand Prix and then I feel like there was one other type of large event but anyway the um th- but that was it it was like a circuit right yeah and the judges like the level two and beyond judges if you applied you basically got accepted every time because there wasn't like there was there wasn't enough yeah yeah there weren't there were almost never enough of them so they like it it was like this like weird cult it was like it was a very strange experience i hmm. never i never wanted to go back <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say as much as i love magic and i've loved magic for over 20 years like and i've been to a lot of events a lot of you know pre-release grand prix uh, gpt like pro tour like i've been to a lot of magic events and some of them are kind of strange man like like some of the, like the last few the, uh, pro or uh, the not pro tours, but 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 the grand prix I've been to, like it's been a little odd. Like like the the culture is not. It's different now. Yeah, it's it, different it's, now. And it, I'm not so, saying it's horrible or so bad it, it or anything to, else. I'm it, just saying it's it like used whoa, to be, it's different. So it used to be very professional, very like um, almost like upper class, you know, like. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, there the people that were competing at the highest levels were like they were very smart people, like very well off people most of the time. Like they also played magic, but they right. but they had careers, they had day jobs. And in the last you know three four years, the game has moved more to online. And they've changed a lot of things about how the game works. And it's dramatically changed the player base. Dramatically changed the player base. And the competitive scene doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how things are going to go in the next few years. I I, I do see what you're you're saying. Because to me, it was like the way way that things appeared to be going was into like this like sandbox mode. 
where it just like <clears throat> getting back to the kitty litter. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the so what what attracted me to magic um at first, like as a like, man, I can't stop playing this game and I really just want to be competitive in this game all the time was that it was very much like sports in that um yeah, things are different every single year. But they're kind of the same because magic has its five colors and the colors consistently do these different types of things. It's just like this year red is really good and this year blue is really good. And and, and, I've always hated blue. (laughs) Everybody does. Um, And uh, it um, went on that way for a really long time. And like there was there was. There were so many different combinations of, of the colors and stuff like that and the styles and meshing of the styles that um, made for, you know, iconic decks. And and it was a lot of fun. And But the thing about it was that it was very seasonal and very competitive. And that, like, the decks would... Um, the, there'd be a rotation and then you'd have to find... Um, so it's like the beginning of a season, you know, for like football or whatever. And then over the course of the next like three weeks, four weeks, people figure everything out and the best three to four decks rise to the top, you know, and, and there was for the longest time, three to four decks that you could play. And if you were a good enough pilot, you could win a tournament. And then somewhere around like 2016 ish, they really just said, fuck the color wheel (laughs) and (laughs) and just like started giving every color the ability to do everything and start printing cards that did all of these different functions that they didn't used to be able to do in their Mm -hmm. colors. And it just dramatically changed the way that everybody played all these other versions of the game outside of standard and just kind of, and really started to diminish standard. And then also because they were so fixated on, um, people being able to play all of the spells, they made the mana really easy. Right. Like just, you could play whatever you wanted. There was like, yeah. there, we got to a point where it didn't matter. Like you, as long, like all the lands existed for you to be able to build your mana base in a way that you could play basically whatever you wanted. Yeah, and so especially people, in this, in, in certain sets, like if you're well, I'm, I'm right more now, of a I'm, limited player, you're, you're talking unlimited. So you're, I'm you're talking, talking, I'm talking constructed. constructed. So, yeah. And, um, so, uh, around, so around that time, they really turned off the game to a bunch of the competitive players. Like people, they didn't because they didn't want to show up with the same the same deck, and that yeah. was and that was what happened was when you made because you want to have something when original. you made yeah. what happened was they made the mana too easy, and then everybody was forced to play the same spells because They're they were so the best spells yeah. and you could cast them all because of the of the mana base, yeah. and so I'll never forget. Showing up to this like 16 man Grand Prix trial. So it was like, it's this isn't you're just like FM. This is a, an event that people show up to only because they're competitive and because right. they want to go play at the next level. 
and 13 of the 16 decks were the same fucking deck <laughs> within four cards of each other. Yeah. Like they was like there was one because that that's what the game had yeah. become. There's two seasons that, of that. Oh, yeah. you're playing that card? Well, that was last week's tech. We're playing this card this week. But it's the same other like 36 cards in the deck. But you know? this one gives me an extra half a percent of <laughs> But this one, this one play, yeah. But you play, you play three copies of this card, and it does this thing on turn two against your. Now you have sixty six percent instead yeah. of like fifty eight, <clears throat> and and the game yeah. never recovered from that. It never, it never went back. They never, they never, like cleaned it up and went back to a like defined color wheel. And the game's just been chaos. And so the only way that it's fun to play anymore is limited. And which is what I, play. which is ironic, <laughs> which is, is ironic because that's how the game started. The game, when, mm. when the game was created, the guy who created it never had the intention that people were going to like collect, every collect card, multiple yeah. sets, build a compilation, like, Use the knowledge of everything that was in those three sets to build a master deck, you know, and then play against each other. You were going to be able to build something out of your 200 cards. The the idea was that you buy the box of magic cards and then you go home and play with it was the idea for the game when it first started. And that's what most people did. I Uh I played with 200 deck. 200 card blue deck and yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's and, what y'all did. <laughs> I had all kinds of homerids in that deck and it was awesome. <laughs> and boomerangs. Hell yeah. Well, that was the more powerful card. I only had a few of those. But. And counter spell. I'll boomerang that and I will counter it now. <laughs> that's, that's how you kill stuff with blue. Ah, the good old uh, days. But yeah, uh, that was good times. It was good times. And then it became, and then the whole culture just changed. Like right. It was it was a whole thing. So we t- we started. So this is like I'll bring, we I'll, bored I'll, everybody. I'll bring, with it, I'll bring it back talk. full. I'll bring it back full circle. Magic is responsible for furries. No, I'm just <laughs> no. but but the the culture did kind of become that way around did, that. Did Wadabeezy or or anybody else like stay with us there? Or they just like, I have totally, no idea. Yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah, he's got magic. He's probably got papers that? to grade. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good spot to stop, though. Yeah, uh, we're probably know. good, man. We, we've been uh, I'm at the end wandering of for a while. That's fine. Yeah. We can do that offline. So, uh, you know, thanks, you guys. We're gonna not we're not gonna be meeting next week, but the week after, the week before the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl will meet yep. again. Yeah, we'll we got to talk about Forty ers Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Love you guys. See ya. Uh,